goddamn body. How the fuck are you doing tonight? Welcome. It is the Dusty Smith Show, the greatest show in the history of the internet. For those of you who just joined us for the first time, this is the show where we take a look at all the dumbest stories of the week and crack jokes together. So thank you for joining me live, because live is the way to fucking do this. You get to actually make your own jokes in the chat. Get to hang out with the coolest audience on YouTube. It's always fucking fun being live. That's half the fucking fun of the whole show. How's everybody doing? Let's see what you're saying there. The pores. The pores. I love you, Dusty. I love you. Hey. How are you doing tonight? Good night. And good day, all, says Mick. What's up? What's up to you, hey? Uh, Dusty, Dusty, Dusty. That's me. Scream it far loud. LFG. You looking for group? I love Yoy. I also love Yoy. Pores rule. Pores are okay. Fucking people that pay me, though. That's where it's fucking at. But you pores, you're okay, I guess. If you have to exist, I guess I'll allow it. Good evening. What's up, chat? 453. Show, folks, as always, we have a great show for you guys tonight. I didn't do my show Monday. No, I did. I did do my show tonight. I did my show Friday. Today is Monday, right? Today is Monday. I didn't do my, didn't do my show Friday. I was busy taking care of uh, Molly. My Rottweiler's been sick, and I really wasn't filling up to it. Like, uh, this is a high-energy show. You got to really be on the ball to do this, and I don't want to do a bad show. I want to be entertaining as fuck, so I just skipped it. Took care of Molly. She's getting a little better. We'll see. She's not out of the woods yet, but we're still working on it. So, anyway. Appreciate you guys joining me tonight. Have a huge fucking program. All this shit to cover. Got a week's worth of news to make fun of. So, cool, cool, cool. As always, if you guys love what I do, and you should. It's the greatest show in the history of the world. Be sure to support me on Patreon. Patreon.com for slash podcast. There's a link in the description of the video. I'm making $1,570 a month for my patron. I'm not hiding it, not hiding it, out in the open. I'm getting punished by not hiding it. People that hide their shit, they get paid more because, uh, eh, reasons. Anyway, we lost about $100 this month because uh, that's what happens at the beginning of the month. People drop off. It's to be expected. So if you guys want to help out, please consider supporting the show. Patreon.com, Podcast. Much appreciated. Also, Super Chats. The light bulb of the show is the Super Chats. I answer every question, read every Super Chat, immortalize yourself forever and ever and ever in the Super Chats and DC Days. What up, Dusty? What up, DC Days? Happy Monday. Happy Monday to you, DC Days. John, two pounds. Let's go, Dusty. Woo! Smash the like button. Hell yeah. Smash the like button, fuckos. Only like a third of you have done it. I guess a half. Math is hard. Half of you have done it. The other half, worst scum ever to live, should be burned at the stake. Don't know. Might want to hit the like button, yo. And uh, e, 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 my buddy E says, love me some Dusty. It's the greatest show. E is a truth teller. One of the greatest people to ever live. E, fucking love E. God damn it. E, my real life buddy. Good to see you, not E. Hope you're doing well. Gio, 999, give me $10. What up? Good to see you, Gio. Appreciate it. Thank you for supporting the show. More Super Chats as the show goes on. If you want to, if you're able, or more as yourself forever and ever in the Super Chats. Cool, cool, cool. And folks, Hemet Meta is slightly back. He's still slacking. Fucking Hemet Meta. Better get your ass busy, Hemet Meta. So anyway, uh, he's back a little bit. So he has enough material for me to steal from. Thank God. It's like Hemet Meta expects me to do my own shit. Disappointed in you, Hemet Meta. Anyway, so we got a religious bullshit segment too tonight. We haven't had one in a while because he's been uh, gone. So wrote a song about it if you know the words. Sing along with me. Goes a little something like this. Religious bullshit. 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 Religious b
religious bullshit, religious bully, bully, bully shit. It's time for religious bullshit. It is time for religious bullshit. Fuck yeah, nailed it. And first off, all religious bullshit. Folks, they're giving the game away. They're telling you exactly how to play the religious game. Here's Hate Preacher going to tell you, hey, when something good happens, just give God the credit. When something bad happens, it's the devil. It's so simple. Anybody can follow this playbook. How to Religion 101 for Dummies. Explain it to us, Preacher. If you're ever in some sort of like uh, uh, Bible trivia class or, you know, discussion, if, if it's bad and just throw out the devil as an answer. If it's good, just throw out Jesus as the answer. It's so simple, folks. Never any responsibility. Bad things, the devil. Good things, Jesus. That way they always win. Never even have to think about it. And folks, Candace Owen is back. She with this uh, scam doctor, McCullough, who I guess did some of the early work on mRNA vaccines, but then like stopped working on it. It's doing other bullshit work that doesn't have anything to do with that. Other real scientists and doctors took his early work and uh, spouted upon it. So that we have the amazing MNRA uh, vaccines we have today that have almost nothing to do with him. So uh, he is feeling kind of uh, put out, like he is not getting the credit he deserves. So uh, what happens a lot of times with uh, doctors, not even just doctors, just regular people, is they find uh, niches in which they can exploit and become famous. That's what Jordan Peterson did. Jordan Peterson was a pretty well-known psychologist, I guess, in Canada. And he was like, hey, I'm not getting the attention I deserve. Hey, I'll bet if I lie about transgender people and uh, Bill C-16 laws, I could become famous in the chud circles. And he did. So this is what this doctor is doing. He's uh, playing up the anti-vaxxer vaccine skepticism, which is so popular in the right-wing communities. That's why he's doing all the right-wing talk shows and circuits. And uh, so he's on Candace Owens. And Candace Owens got us, folks. She got us. Checkmate, atheists. She's going to explain to us all why there are not actually any such thing as atheists, folks. I'm scared. She's on to us, yo. Because there's there's no such thing as an atheist, right? You you may, may not believe in God, but you will recreate. People need to believe in something. And so for him, government... And has become God, right? So it's harder to manipulate. I, I actually ah, interesting. There's no such interesting thing point. Convert it into something else. So it's either climate change. Interesting point. And you're, you know, at the yeah. Church of Climate Change, and COVID is now a religion. It's a religion for people. It, it's, you know, they've got their symbols. It's the mask. It's all this stuff. It just, it, in the in face of all of the evidence in front of you that you're not going to die, they're committed to the idea that they are going to die. So I actually philosophically believe that there is no such thing as an atheist. Fair enough. Uh, but fair enough with that bullshit. But I thought that religion was good. Not religion's bad. I don't get it. Might want to make up your mind, Candace Owens. God damn it. I sure do worship that COVID. My God, COVID, please don't murder me. I pray to you. I pray to you, COVID. Please do not make me choke to death on my own vomit. That seems bad. And folks, this should go in the what the fuck section, but I don't have a what the fuck section tonight, so it'll go to religious bullshit. Hey, uh, rape victims, did you know that you should just have your rape baby? You should. Why are you not having your rape baby? You're, you're fucking evil if you're not having the baby of your rapist. I mean, yeah, I know that they violated you in the most vile way humanly imaginable, but uh, 
you should reward them and spread their DNA for generations to come by having their baby. It's what Jesus wants you to do. After all, if Jesus didn't want you to be raped, he could have stopped it, right? He's all powerful. He's everywhere at once. He was watching you get raped. It's all in his infinitely wise, infinitely all-knowing, loving plan. And then I get it. There's a lot of situations out there um, when you talk about rape and everything else and, hey, may, may, maybe they deserve an abortion. We're always going to fight for life. And I have a great personal story of one of my mentors. And he was going through life and he was adopted. So he started to look up his birth family to figure out who they were. And he figured out that his mom was gang raped in a subway um, train station totally by happened. five guys. It definitely happened. Mm -hmm. And it kind of like tore out his heart when he found that out. But uh -huh. then he started to really appreciate and understand what his birth mother went through, that she had the courage to deliver him. Uh -huh. And since then, since he was delivered, he has helped thousands of people be better versions of themselves. Uh -huh. And so what we must start to focus on is not only to defend the DNA when it's created, but however, how about we start inspiring women in the culture to let them understand and know how heroic they are? And how unbelievable that they are, that God put them in this moment. And they don't know that little baby inside them may be the next president, maybe the next person that changes um, humanity, may get us out of the situation, maybe in the future. We don't know that. Mm -hmm. so that is what we must do is start to create that culture. And there's already a culture for that. Catholic Charities is a great one that they help these moms go through and deliver and give these kids up for adoption. I have lots of friends who have adopted kids because they can't have children naturally. And so we must always, always protect that DNA and allow it to have a voice. That's right, folks. The it. DNA, that's what's important. Hey, God, put you in this position. You heard him say it for yourself. So don't go against the will of God. Have those rape babies. I mean, maybe, maybe your baby will grow up to be like the president someday. Little rape baby president, right? I mean, of course, maybe the baby grows up to be Hitler, you know, or, uh, you know, a mass murderer or something. But don't think about that, folks. Don't think about that. God wanted you to get it raped and wanted you to have that rape baby. So I'm sure God wouldn't let bad people come about uh, from rape, right? Protect that DNA. Yikes. And next up, what you guys hear about Pastor Greg Locke? Book burning. Yeah, because if history has taught us anything, is that the good guys burn books. Fucking love this dude. This dude, like, nothing against gay people. I love gay folks. Only problem I have is when you're gay and you pretend like you're not gay and uh, shit on gay people because you're a hypocrite, which is what Greg Locke does. But Greg Locke, clearly gay, loves the fucking prance. And I got to hand it to him. Like, Greg Locke, he's a good entertainer. He prances and dances about on his little fucking stage and he totally fucking gets off on it. He like a theater kid. Except he using his powers for evil, not for good. Like super villain, Greg Locke. Anyway, here he is in front of his fascist cult, getting cheered on as he talks about the book burning they're going to have. Super cool, America. But this Wednesday, everybody say this. Prancing. Wednesday. Watch out. We're going to have a burning service. Yeah, we're the good guys. Oh, yes, you oh, heard yes. me well. We're going to send that mess back to hell where it belongs. We're going to have us a burning service. I mean a burning service. I don't care what Hasbro says. Fuck you, Hasbro. Ouija boards are a portal to hell. Definitely. Real life, yo. And if you refuse to get rid of one in your house, I can't help you. Who has a Ouija board? 
You burn him stupid healing crystals, what you ought to do. I don't think crystals burn. I don't care how mad you get. I ain't mad. You can fold your arms all you want. You keep hell in your house, but we ain't having it around I here. I just got questions, dude. Burn that nonsense. You get rid of that new age guru mess. What? Get rid of it, tarot cards. Tarot cards? Some of you need to repent going these palm readers. Who the fuck is in Read your church Bible. has tarot cards? Do not. Do not. Talk about men. My, my kids just won't obey. And my marriage is just a crap fest. And I come to church and I want to shout, but I got bondage. And you sit around binge watching Harry Potter. Who the fuck sitting around binge watching Harry Potter in 2022? What fucking adult going to your church sitting around goddamn watching Harry Potter? Yo. That's ridiculous. I said it. He said it, folks. He brave. We better get some people standing up or I know whose side you on, praise God. Yeah. I said I said it. Yeah, cult members, you better stand up, you cheer for me. You better get that Harry Potter mess in your house. Fuck that Harry Potter. That is full-blown witchcraft. I mean, I support J.K. Rowling and her transphobia. Fuck Harry Potter and the witchcraft. It's witchcraft. It's witchcraft. Woo. Yeah, stand up. So, uh, yeah, they bought some books, folks. They got together and they did uh, a book sure burning. Totally cool. And, uh. Right, let's take a look at the whole book burning they did here. Here, Desperate for attention. Got together with a bunch of fascists and they burned some books, y'all. Desperate for attention. Magna Grifter Greg Locke holds literal book burning. Send it all back to hell with the Send it back to hell, those books. Woo! Yeah! We blowing the horns of God. What do those pallets do? Poor pallets. There you go. There you go. Yay! We're heroes! Woo! Jesus! Jesus wants them to burn these books! So, amazing! But folks, lest you think he does not have a good excuse for why he's doing this, you will be totally wrong! Has a great excuse. Hey! How come no one calls out the Taliban when they burn books? That's right. I mean, yeah, I guess technically I'm comparing us to the Taliban, but gonna, uh, don't think about that, folks. Don't think about it. We're not going to give up because you know what happens? We've got all kind of death threats. We got people angry. We got people threatening to do everything you can imagine. Homeland Security, people calling us American terrorists and Taliban, which, by the way, shall I say this about the Taliban? Did you know that Islam, they burn stuff in their religion, too, uh -huh. that they deem occultic, and ain't nobody doing stories about them, are they? Yeah, they do it, too. Fucking the terrorists do it. So why is it wrong when we do it? When terrorists do it, huh? Huh? Answer me that. Flawless logic. Hmm? Hmm? Let that settle in. It's settling. No, they've come against an evangelical Bible-preaching, oh, Bible-believing no. church in Middle Tennessee that they deem as a, you know, irresponsible threat to the American Republic. Y'all crazy. Uh, yeah, we're the ones crazy. Not the guy out there uh, burning books in America, but us who are saying, hey, uh, maybe burning books, not the best. Not the best, Greg Locke. But we got a hero. A hero arose from this dumpster fire. This gay dude rolled up, ran up to the fire and burned a Bible and yelled, Hell Satan! And hell yeah. Here's to you, hero. Here he is. There's video of it. He rolling up. He going out there. Yeah, here he goes. Gonna go out. Let me, there he goes. Gonna roll out there. Roll right up to the fire. Run past the court members. 
Not scary at all. This has nothing to do with the clan. And they're like, yay, burn that book. Hero, keep up the good work, and uh, here's how you know Jordan Peterson ain't shit. So we have literal book burnings done by his fellow Christians. Crickets, not a peep from him when literal book burning is going on. Yet he gonna accuse Spotify of book burning when Spotify is not even the one that removed Joe Rogan's videos. We're gonna go over this in a section called Toe Rogan Experience" coming up. But Joe Rogan decided to remove like a hundred of his videos, mostly because he said the N-word in his videos. And Peterson's like book burning or more precisely library burning or well, he who controls the past controls the future. Stop this now, Spotify. Now, now, now. After he posts, Spotify pulls more than 110 episodes of Joe Rogan podcast. Uh, The Spotify president said that Joe Rogan is the one that pulled his own episodes he apparently didn't like the fact that all these episodes of him saying the N-word were going around out there. And he decided to pull them himself. But nope, let's blame Spotify for book burning and completely ignore the actual fucking book burning. God damn it. Jordan Peterson. Not about fucking shit. And, uh... Oh yeah, folks. Speaking of Greg Locke, super fucking genius Greg Locke. Hey, uh, you know how the Simpsons sometimes gets credit for predicting things. Usually it's like a very loosely connected things. And a lot of times it's just straight up made up. A lot of times they take different clips of the Simpsons and put them together or they insert fake drawings to make like the Simpsons uh, predicted things. But sometimes some of the things the Simpsons said do loosely seem like they came true. Now, a normal person might think, hey, the Simpsons been on for like uh, 170 years, right? They've had like 10 billion episodes and... So, yeah, some of the things that they say might come true in the future probably did come true, but like they've predicted thousands and thousands and thousands of things that have happened, and 99% of them never happened. So what you're doing is uh, you're doing confirmation bias. You're ignoring all the misses, and instead you're focusing on the few hits. This is what uh, code readers do. It's like, uh, do you have a relative whose name begins with an L, an L, or an N, or a B? Or, or, a, or a D or a C. It's either man or woman. And they're like, oh, I have a dead uncle named Charlie. Oh, that's it. So you ignore all the misses and you just uh, focus on the hits. Well, that's exactly what people do with The Simpsons, right? But uh, you'd be stupid if that's what you think, folks. Because uh, reality is that it's not just confirmation bias. It's demon, Joe. 
the writers of The Simpsons or these Satan worshipers who are sitting around on the altar of Baal and the devil is sending them direct messages to the brain and they're just laughing about it as they put it in their episodes to flaunt it, put it all in their face. It's true, folks. It gotta be. Greg Locke said so. Have you ever wondered why The Simpsons cartoon predicts everything that happens? That they don't. No, I've never you ever wondered that. that? Nope. Never wondered it. TikTok's full of it, right? The Simpsons predict, no, no, no. A demon used the medium of a Simpsons cartoon to make you think that this prophetic ability was natural when in essence, it was nothing but supernatural. Damn. It was soothsaying the whole time. The whole time, folks, wondered? the whole time. Susan, I gotta say, like, I'm not a big fan of The Simpsons, but holy shit, The Simpsons is cool as fuck. I did not know it was being transcribed directly from Satan. I gotta check out the new seasons, because uh, this shit seems awesome to me. And the transformed wife, you guys know who this woman is? She uh, makes her whole career by telling women, you better. Be submissive to your husbands. Hey, the Bible says, gotta do whatever your husbands say. They're the head of the household. You know, they're the man and you're the woo man. Woo man, like in woo woo. Shut the fuck up. I stole that joke. So folks, you might be shocked to know she was asked the question, hey, you always tell us we have to be submissive to our husbands pretty much all the time, but what if our husbands want us to get vaccinated to keep ourselves and our families safe during the pandemic? Unsurprisingly, uh, she's not too big of a fan on that, so but uh, wait, wait till you hear her reasoning. She has flawless, logical reasoning for why you don't have to listen to your husband about this, folks. So should a wife, if a husband wants his wife to vaccinate and she feels all the things I mentioned previously, that it would be sinful for her to take it because she believes that they're completely wrong and, and harmful. This is my only my my own opinion about that. I would say no, she wouldn't need to take it. And the Why? reason I say that is uh. because I tell women that mm -hmm. they do not have to have anal sex with their husbands because that's harmful. They don't need to submit to things that what? are harmful to them. And if they truly believe that vaccinations are harmful to them, I don't believe they need to submit to that. So first of all, no butt sex. What? And secondly, hey, what if a woman thinks that having to make sandwiches for her husband is harmful? What if she thinks all of the submission to your husband is harmful? Does that mean she has to do any of it? I don't know. Not very consistent, but uh, hey, I, if you don't want to have butt sex, don't have butt sex, right? You don't need this woman's permission not to have butt sex, y'all. If you don't want to do it, don't fucking do it. And uh, next up. I'll skip this one. Fuck this woman. Next up. <laughs> Folks, did you know the entire world is run by Satanists? That's right. Every president we've ever had. Satanist, atheist, every one of them. Name a single president who was not a public, just straight out atheist. You can't fucking do it. Name a single politician who was not just an outright atheist. Can't do it. All of our politicians. All of our leaders, all atheists, all the time, uh, at least according to the CEO of Gab, the founder of Gab, Andrew Torba, going to tell us all, better be afraid, the atheist 
rule everything. Why don't we let them do this, y'all? This is a Christian nation. It's not. Like, why do we have a bunch of atheists and pagans in power and we Satanists? Don't. We right? Don't. Has anybody ever asked that? No one has ever why asked that. Why are we allowing our country to be ruled by atheists, Satanists, and pagans? This is a Christian nation. We have the numbers. And the sad part is, is that, like, Christians are voting for these people. Oh. This is just, uh, this is insane to me. There, there's no hyphenated Christians here, okay? It's just Christian. Like, don't use hyphenated words. Like ben Shapiro actually put it best. He said, when you hyphenate a word, uh, when you add a hyphen, when you add uh, something in front of a word, it actually takes away from, from the real meaning of the word. It, it, it derives away meaning from the word. So no hyphen, no hyphenated Christians here. We are Christian. Christian. One word. Right? One word, yo. Christ is king. Absolutely. Christ is king, yo. So stop voting for all these atheist presidents and politicians. Just say it. What's wrong with you, Christians? Why are you voting for all these atheists? Psh, it's almost like this guy's full of shit. Not only he's talking about, but got to be true. And last up, folks, scam evangelist Kenneth Copeland. You want to know how to get really persecuted? You know who the most persecuted people in the world are? People who have multiple airplanes. That's right, folks. Nobody has it harder than people worth $100 million that have a fleet of jets. And if, if you want some nasty books written about you, I can tell you how to do it. <laughs> Prosper financially and get you an airplane. Here it comes, a high mean. <laughs> and then you get the second airplane and they come out of the woodwork. Then you get a fleet of airplanes and... Oh boy, yeah, hey, I just preached the teachings of Jesus Christ who specifically told us over and over again, if you want to follow me, you have to sell all your stuff. He even said that rich people couldn't get into heaven. So yes, people criticize me for that, for me being a prosperity pimp that lies to you about the teachings of Christ in order to make myself wealthy, but I'm the persecuted one, yo. It's so hard being me. But there are things that have happened that would not have happened had we not had the aircraft to take care of the job. Yeah, it's all for good, folks. It's all for good. We're brainwashing people all over the world, so it's super cool. And all right, that's my religious bullshit. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Let's check the Super Chats real quick. I continue on. Dusty, I work at a library. If you get rid of books, what will happen to free speech and free thought that comes from reading books? It's scary. I know, right? Even though I think all the books are pretty much available on the internet, so it's hard to get rid of them forever now. Just glad you're okay, buddy. I was worried. Don't be worried. I'm going to live forever. Thank you. Good to see you, Michael. Chat 453. I find it so funny that I can be doing mundane things like laundry, yet these people are all huddled up in a building somewhere trying to cause me psychic damage. They hate you. They hate you for your freedoms, chat. And April S. gave me $50. Very generous. Thank you, April S. I haven't watched them live in a while. No forgiveness. Please accept my money as an apology. Okay, I forgive you. You are forgiven. Good to see you, not April S. Thank you. Very generous. Love you. Gary Stillman, cat food. Hell yeah. Cats eat so much. These fat bastards. Thank you for supporting them. Dusty, I only give you $2. Have to save some money. I understand. It all adds up to your lover. I appreciate it. Good to see you, not new greatest show on earth. Love for cats and dogs. Hell yeah. Cats and dogs. Pretty cool. Thank you, Linda. Dog and cat love. Thanks, Dusty. Thank you, Matthew. Hugs to the kitties and the critters. And this show is easily the best part of a Monday. I know. Best part of the fucking week. The Dusty Show. Hell yeah. Thank you, Jennifer. I was donating a memory of my dog, Rip Marvel. Hey, rest in paradise, Marvel. I hope there's an afterlife for dogs. 
Fuck humans, but dogs, hell yeah. Grio, not on nine, $10. Thank you, Grio. I already read that. Okay, cool. Let's continue on with the show because there's so much more to cover. Already 30 minutes in, folks. And look at all this shit. I still have to go. Hell yeah. Next up, gonna do some Chud Watch. It's to the theme of Star Wars. The song goes a little something like this. Chud Watch, talking about Chud Watch. We talk about Chuds and make fun of them. Yeah, we do. And this week is no exception, folks. Gonna start off a little, uh, Jordan Peterson lying his goddamn ass off. So Jordan Peterson doing what he always does. People are like, Jordan Peterson's not even political, Dusty. Why you call him a right-wing chud? Cause he a right-wing chud. Now he's spreading this uh, voter conspiracy bullshit to Canada. Lying, putting out disinformation. So uh, posted this. We are deeply sorry for an elector who was unable to vote an election, said Election Canada's. Um, election Canada says 205,000 ballots not counted. So if you didn't actually read the article, you would think, hey, uh, 205,000 people's votes. They voted and their votes weren't counted. That's what you would think. And Jordan Peterson would have you believe this lie. He says, this is a national scandal. And what actually happened is um, the vast majority of the uncounted ballot ballots that he calls a national scandal are mail-in voting kits that were requested but never used or returned too late. So, you know, nothing, nothing. It wasn't actual votes that weren't counted, but he got to do what he does. He got to spread this voter fraud to Canada. He a Trump supporter. He a dirty, dirty dipshit. Fuck you, Jordan Peterson. And folks, did you see this one? Holy God. So um, Jordan Peterson was on the Joe Rogan show and he was explaining uh, why trans people exist. And you know why trans people exist? Because there's a certain part of society that's just super creative. And these super creative people just believe they're trans because of their creativity. They have all these creative minds. and It makes you believe things that aren't really true. You're just making it up with your creative ass. All right, folks, we're back. I guess I got booted. Hopefully you guys can see me right now. If you guys cannot see me, let me know. But let's see if it's still going here. Let me check it. Make sure the stream is still going. Hi, stream. Are you still going? Boom. Do it. Yes, the stream is back up. All right. My internet dropped. Just a second. Gives me a second to tell you guys to like the video, fuckos. Do it. Do it to it. I don't know how much you guys heard. I was covering this Jordan Peterson uh, misrepresenting his own research. I guess I'm going to skip the story since I don't know how much you guys heard. We'll go to the next, uh, we'll go ahead and jump to the next subject matter. And uh, Sean Hannity had Adam Carolla on there. Hell yeah, because he's got the genius guest on the number one cable news channel in the world. Hilarious comedian, Adam Carolla. Going to tell you guys why everybody listens to AOC. Hey, it's not because she has good ideas, folks, at all. Don't think that. You know why? It's because she's hot. And here's a quick thought experiment. If AOC was fat and in her 60s, would anyone listen to another thing she ever said? Checkmate, folks. I know that's why everybody listens to Karl Marx so much. If Karl Marx was like in his 60s and overweight, would anybody fucking listen to him? Nope. 
It's because he's so goddamn sexy. Don't you know that's right, folks? Yikes. And next up. Corolla is so unfunny. Corolla. One of the greatest living comics of all time. The fuck's wrong with you? Don't you blaspheme Adam Corolla? Super genius. And yeah, Bernie Sanders. The only reason people listen to Bernie Sanders show? Because they want to fuck him. I know I do. I want that Bernie Sanders dick deep inside of me. I don't care what he said. I'm not even listening to him. I'm just looking at those dick sucking lips when he talks. Fill the burn. And folks, so uh, we had a jobs report come out. And I guess they were expecting the numbers to be bad. And uh, of course, Fox News gleefully rooting against America. They were giddy. They were giddy thinking these job numbers were going to be bad and they'd have some ammunition to shit on uh, Joe Biden about. So here's before the job numbers came out. Uh, Spoiler alert, the job numbers came out and there were actually hundreds of thousands of more jobs than they were expecting to get. The jobs reports were actually amazing. Made Biden look really good. But here they were a few hours before the jobs reports came out and watch how giddy they are at the thought that America was doing terrible, folks. And the next... This should be in the fucking Beyond Parody section. The January job report we released, and it could be the worst in years. The White House has been bracing for a bad number. It could be a loss of 300,000 jobs. How is the White House going to put a happy happy. face on that? Wall Street thinks that we might see a loss of hundreds of thousands of jobs. It could be a morning of pain because (laughs) just about... Look at him. It could be a morning of pain. Oh, it could be terrible for the American workers. (laughs) People could be put out in the street and and go hungry. (laughs) It's awful. <laughs> God damn it, they're so evil. It could be a morning of pain because just about 28 minutes from right now, the January jobs report is going to be released by the Bureau of Labor and whatnot. Projection is for an already low 150,000 jobs added, but ADP, the company that processes payrolls, says to expect 301,000 jobs lost. That would be a half a million job swing the wrong way. The Biden administration bracing for yet another economic bust. We're going to bring you the January jobs report. Soon after. Well, didn't work out that way. The January jobs report just released the U.S. adding 467,000 jobs last month. Yeah, so they're pretty much crickets about that. They have to report it a little bit, but all the people, they're giddy. Yeah, they shut the fuck up real quick. They're not, hey, we were wrong. Good job, Biden. It's nope. Psh. What job reports? What are you even talking about? What is a job? Don't know. And uh, speaking of job reports, the popular conservative account, Cat Turd. Yeah, Cat Turd, a real account that has been reposted multiple times by Donald Trump. Because why wouldn't the president of the United States retweet Cat Turd? Well, anyway, uh, he was also gleefully cheering for the demise of America. Expected job reports, actual job report. That's right. Before it came out, look, expect the job report, hot girl, but an actual job report, hey, it's this a trans woman. I gotta do transphobia and make fun of a trans person because I'm super cool. And then the job report came out and it was good. So, of course, he, uh, he took it well and he was like, hey, I was wrong. I was stupid. I shouldn't have posted that. Good job. But no, just kidding. He posted over and over again, basically had a meltdown. Wow, there it is again. Joe Biden just created a trillion more imaginary jobs. 60,000 likes. Breaking. It's only been 30 minutes, but the magically Biden regime just created another 13 billion jobs. 10,000 likes. Breaking. Another 1.5 million imaginary jobs created by the Biden regime today. That's right, folks. Fake jobs. 
It's fake job, says uh, Cat Turd. Taking it amazingly well. And uh, did you guys hear about Facebook? Facebook had the largest loss in a single day from an evil corporation. $237 billion. They lost in one single day. I think uh, Zuckerberg lost like $40 billion, something like that. Holy shit. And I think I speak for everybody when I say, good? Fuck Mark Zuckerberg. Fuck everything about this. Facebook is just like an outdated website. I barely even use it anymore. Like I, I, put, I advertise my show on it, and that's about fucking it. Does anybody really use Facebook anymore? It's kind of a... We've evolved past it, I think, right? But anyway, you want to know why Facebook is doing so poorly? The top performing link post by U.S. Facebook pages in the last 24 hours. This is how it is every day. Number one, Breitbart. Two, Ben Shapiro. Three, Dan Bongino. Four, NPR. Five, Ben Shapiro. Six, Ben Shapiro. Seven, Ben Shapiro. Eight, Steven Crowder. Nine, Ben Shapiro. Ten, Frank Regan. Nine out of ten are conservative. This is Every single day, I pointed this out time and time again. These are the same people that tell you, oh my God, Facebook has a left-wing bias. They're censoring conservatives. No, they've admitted the Facebook algorithm actually artificially inflates right-wing posts, sends millions of dollars every day to right-wing content producers, just like YouTube does, the YouTube algorithm does. It's specifically designed to reward conservatives, no matter how much they want to lie and bitch about it. So it's like, no wonder everybody's bailing from this failed platform. Hopefully, bankruptcy is in Facebook's future. I think it's a site that's outlived its usefulness. Fuck Facebook. Next up on the Chud Watch, Bill Maher. Who could have possibly have seen this coming? I covered this in the last show, folks. Bill Maher basically put out what is the equivalent of his Why I Left the Left video. And Prager you, they noticed, folks. And of course, they put out this video, basically, why Bill Maher left the left. Who's shocked? Raise your hand. Raise your hand to see the people supporting Bill Maher now are the biggest right-wing propaganda shitheads in the fucking world. It's not me who's changed. It's the left. Oh, my God, Bill. Imagine not changing for like 30 years. You know, when you're progressive, you're supposed to change. That's sort of the whole point. You evolve. You get new information. You grow as a person and you change. Imagine bragging about being an old fucking boomer motherfucker and never changing. That's uh, not a good thing, Bill. That's not a good thing. And, uh. (laughs) Missouri dad who fought to keep LGBTQ books banned from schools arrested for child molestation. Huh? Oh, oh, really? Oh, really? Let's read the article about this. Gotta hear about this shit. Nope, that's not it. That was supposed to be down at the bottom. I I fucked up, folks. Okay, here we go. I worked in the show to the last fucking minute. Where the fuck is it? God damn it. Mm Mm-hmm. Stupid Dusty, I fucked up. I can't read you guys the story. Where the fuck did I put it? Mm. It's in here somewhere, folks. I fucked up. So anyway, basically, he uh, molested kids. And while he was uh, giving the speech to the school board, 
He was like, nobody knows what my kids need more than I do. Uh, yeah, he was molesting kids. He uh, showed porn to a four-year-old, molested a 12-year-old, and tried to molest a 14-year-old. So, shocker! Always try to distract you. It's the gays that are the problem, say other child molesters. Nobody's shocked. It's the way they fucking always are. And All right. I'll come across that article later and share it with you guys. But that is my Chud Watch section. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Let's check the Super Chats real quick. Uh, Randolph Gallagher, $5. Thank you, Randolph. Everybody hit the like button. Do it. Do it, assholes. Jay West, $5. Thank you, Jay West. Uh, God tried to stop you and failed. Fuck God. Bring it, motherfucker. May his newly appendage touch you this week. Oh, yeah. Touch me with all your appendages. I wish that us was run by Satanists of the U.S. I know, right? It'd be great if they were run by Satanists, but it's not. Satanists are actually pretty cool. They don't actually believe in Satan. They just use it to mock Christians. Abortion and drug money. Hell yeah. I'm going to knock some people up and have an abortion just for you, the EMFB. All right. Cool. More Super Chats, please. Let's roll. Let's roll, motherfuckers. Roll on. Next up, going to do a little section I like to call Beyond's Parody. Nailed it. Got the graphic in just in time. Had these graphics made by DreamWorks. Cost me a pretty penny, folks. A couple hundred thousand dollars, but it was worth it. It was worth it. It's part of what makes this the greatest show in the history of mankind. And first off, Ambiance Parody. I'm going to find it, folks. I'm going to find it. Where is it? Mm-hmm. Here we go. Boom. There we go. Um, since everybody's talking about banning books, folks. The Good Liars are back. I love The Good Liars. They're funny as fuck, folks. So uh, they're coming up talking to these motherfuckers about book burning and about banning books from school. And I'm starting to think uh, these Christians are not very consistent in their beliefs. Let's have a listen. All right, let's try it again. Boom. Audio up. Let's have a listen. The book that we've seen that's in libraries and lots of schools that features a story of uh, two daughters having sex with their dad. Oh, wow. They get their dad drunk to have sex with him. And this is like a book. Should a book like that be? I'm so offended. There's a book that's in the schools where the daughters get their dad drunk and have sex with him? Ban it immediately. School? No. No? No. Just get that out of the school. Absolutely. Why do the kids need to read that? That book is actually the Bible. Oh, no. Yeah. No, no, no. no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, it's okay if it's the Bible. We don't give a fuck what it says if it's the Bible. It's fine. Let them read about incest. It's totally different somehow. Blink, blink. Blink, blink. Not consistent, Christians. But I love you anyway. And uh, next up, Glenn Greenwald. Has there ever been a bigger fucking clown uh, than Glenn Greenwald? So, uh, Sam Cedar. Went on MSNBC to talk about the Joe Rogan situation. Of course, Glenn Greenwald had to uh, strike out at him for it. Talking about throwing stones in a glass house. Greenwald says, last night, Chris Hayes and Sam Cedar devoted their segment to vilifying Joe Rogan as a unique font of disinformation. They did so on the network that disseminates more harmful lies than any. Glenn Greenwald. A regular guest on Fox News. Going to accuse MSNBC of disseminating more false information than any other channel. Is this real life right now? It's no wonder why this is the journalist 
that Joe Rogan's always saying is the best. It's no wonder why this is uh, Jimmy Doorknob's uh, go-to guy. Just no self-awareness. It's not even a lack of self-awareness. It's just shamelessness. Here's the same guy. He's on Lord Ingram Show. He's on Dan Bongino. He's on Tucker Carlson. He's on whoever this dipshit is on Fox News. Just one of the leading, leading prevaricators of right-wing propaganda now, uh, Glenn Greenwald, going to accuse Sam Cedar of being a propagandist for going to MSNBC. Just holy shit. Beyond parody, these motherfuckers. Beyond parody. And, uh, oh, yeah, fuck. <laughs> Speaking of beyond parody, simply one of the funniest fucking things I've ever heard. So apparently this is the Australian version of 60 Minutes. And apparently the Australian version of 60 Minutes is just like this bizarre right-wing propaganda uh, bullshit news program. So uh, let me just show you folks. Guess what they're trying to make you afraid of this week? Cringe. The stage is empty. There is no crowd. The silence speaks of not just COVID, but perhaps an even more contagious force, fear. Thanks to cancel culture. <laughs> cancel culture! Oh no! Comedians not allowed to say anything anymore because of cancel culture! Aren't we all so terrified, folks? Be afraid! Be very afraid of cancel culture. And uh, you know what the most evil thing in the world right now is? Critical race theory. It's true, folks. It's evil as fuck. But uh, don't you dare ask me to describe it because I can't do it. Are you concerned with critical race theory? Absolutely, it's gotta go. Not for young children. It can be taught. No, yeah, it is being taught in some some schools. Some schools are fighting it, so it's not there yet. But I can guarantee you, around the United States, it's in schools at a very young age, and it's very sad. Guarantee. Very sad. Mm -hmm. It, It will change. This whole country. What is critical race theory? What is critical race theory? Critical race theory is a lot of things. I've not done a lot of research on it, but there's a lot of things in it. The uh, total race baiting uh, teachings, the uh, help me out with uh, the uh, LGBT, I can't even say because I'm dyslexic, that, that big. Don't worry. Yeah, they're teaching sex education to the kids. I mean, there's just all kinds of stuff with it. I'm, I'm not good on that because I can't like, <laughs> like I can't talk. I have no understanding of this subject whatsoever, but it's bad. I know it's bad and apparently critical race theory is about sex education and the gays. Fuck you gays for teaching critical race theory to our children. Just saying. Just saying. Pretty sure she knows her shit, y'all. Do the research. You haven't done your research. You have not done your research. Uh, next up on Beyond Parody, folks, uh, did you know that Germany won World War II and they're now currently living on Mars? Of course you did. Everybody knows this because it's super true. And here Elon Musk. And here Elon Musk talking about us going to Mars. Mars has been colonized since after World War II. 
this is my There's been, there are millions of Americans that live on Mars. Really? Because, uh, yeah, the brain, you know, the brain drain. Nazis won the war. They gave up the, the, the country of Germany, but the Nazis all came over here, and now they were, they're all through the U.S. government. George H.W. Bush is the leader of the Fourth Reich. Really? Yeah, there's a lot more going on in this world than you can possibly fill. Wow. Have you thought about like running for office with a platform like this? Or I was in elected politics for 16 years and I walked away and it was 2006 when I realized the whole machine's corrupt and half these guys are criminals. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Criminals. They're all criminals. They're all criminals, folks. There you heard it there, folks. Germany lost the war. And yeah, they was like, we're going to give up Germany because who fucking gives a shit about our homeland? I mean, I think if there's one thing we know about Germans is how little they gave a shit about their homeland. And they're like, fuck this. We're out. We're going to Mars. And then they colonize Mars. Just saying, folks, this is real life. And next up on Beyond Parody, Charlie Kirk. Want you guys to know that all this talk about the transgenders, it's only supposed to lead us to one place. Transhumanism. Just makes sense, folks. First off, boys want to become girls. Girls want to become boys. And then the next thing you know, we all got robot dicks. I'm just saying. Let me sign up first. Can't wait to get my robot dick. I believe, and this is to go a level deeper, but you guys are smart, you'll get it. The transgender movement actually matters even more than biomedical fascism, and they actually are together. Because the transgender movement is an introductory phase to get you to strip yourself of your humanity to mesh with machines. It's called transhumanism. They want you to say, okay, well, I can choose any gender. Why can't I just have like an exoskeleton of some sort of machine around me? This is what meta is about, the metaverse. Kids staring at that sounds awesome. This is documented. This is proven. This is where Silicon Valley documented, is going. This proven. is why they're so insistent on this transgender thing. Because if you stop being a man, then maybe you can stop being a human being. Maybe you can kind of just plug into some sort of machine. <laughs> this is where their control, their profit motive is coming down the stream. There's a ton of literature about this. I'm, by, I'm far from the first person to comment on it. But I'm just kind of connecting the dots for all of you. Like, what is the agenda here? Well, the agenda is kind of like Ready Player One meets Inception where you kind of just hook up to a machine all day long and you're controlled by five companies that control your thoughts and your feelings. And the real world actually ends up being the not real world where everyone just kind of wears goggles all day long. That's the deeper significance of the transgender movement that no one... Totally, folks. This is definitely not some kooky, ridiculous conspiracy theory. It's what's happening. It's just real and logic, y'all. I mean, some people are like, yeah, we're just trying to support the transgender movement because they've been oppressed for a long time and have a really high level of suicide and they're not really hurting anyone and we're just trying to let them express their own reality and live their own lives because, you know, they're cool people. They ain't hurting you, but nope. Transhumanism, folks, and God damn it, why do they have to make it sound so cool? Man, I'm perfectly comfortable with being a cis male. Like, I ain't never thought about being trans, but fuck. Sign me up. I want my robot dick stat. And then there's this one, folks. Ricky Gervais. Cringe. God damn it. Ricky. Ricky. Like, I'm a Ricky Gervais fan. I like most of what Ricky Gervais has done. He had that show where he was an atheist. Thought that was pretty good. He uh, had that show where he was uh, mentally impaired. Very heartwarming. I thought that was a good show. Uh, Invention of Lying. Good show. But then there's another side of this Ricky Gervais thing where he's constantly just trying to be edgy for edgy sake. And when you're trying to be edgy for edgy sake, when you're trying just to offend people for the sake of offending them, it becomes really fucking hacky. 
Like, it's okay to be edgy, but there has to be something else connected to that edginess instead of just, oh, did I trigger you? Did I offend you? So now he's doing one more special, apparently. And he says he wants to get canceled. He wants to purposely get canceled. That's his entire focus. He's going to consider this his last special. He wants to do whatever he could do to get canceled and be controversial. And it's just so lame, dude. It's not hard to get canceled. All you have to do is go out there and start screaming the N-word. Hey, you know what black people are? Start screaming the N-word. Hey, if you want to get canceled, Ricky, just go out there and kick a puppy. Yeah, kick the shit out of a puppy. Instant cancelization. It's not funny. Doesn't take any uh, genius sense of humor. No genius level of comedy or anything. It's not hard. It's just lame as fuck. It reeks of desperation of someone just trying so hard to get fucking attention that they will play this card over and over again instead of just being fucking funny. Just be funny, Ricky. That's all you have to do. You ain't got to purposely fucking offend nobody. Like, if you offend somebody and you're funny, cool. Cool, you can do that. But usually, like I said, it becomes hacky as shit. It becomes the same old boring stereotypes, telling the same old helicopter jokes over and fucking over again. It's lame as fuck, dude. But maybe it will be his last comedy show. Guess we can look forward to that. And speaking of beyond parody, folks, holy shit, the white supremacist movement in this country is exactly what you would expect the young, vibrant, new white supremacist community to be like. Their leader is this guy named uh, Booger Eating Nick Fuentes, who loves eating his boogers on camera. And uh, he's also, he's a volcel. He calls himself an incel, which means involuntary celibate. Which means uh, you can't get women, you can't get laid because you're not attractive to women. Uh, but he's not even that, folks. He's a volcel, which means he's voluntary celibate. He doesn't even know what the words he's using means. But anyway, folks, here they are bragging about it. Good Lord, y'all. So I did it. So I did it once. I made my point. I proved my point, And now I'm good. Now I'm done. All right. Oh, yeah, fake cell. Call me a fake cell all you want. I'm an incel, all right? I know I'm an incel. <laughs> My hero falls. It was nine years ago. <laughs> Easy. So he's talking about how he kissed a girl in school nine years ago. But he's being offended that they're calling him a fake cell because don't you dare accuse me of being attracted to women. I am not. I'm an incel, yo which is something they're proud of mode <laughs> breaking news <laughs> fakest of the fake so want to be incel but like i said the the i didn't choose to not want to be in a relationship i didn't choose that okay i'm a misogynist and i didn't choose that i didn't choose to be born I've never touched a woman in my life. I'm stone cold to somebody. Yeah, well, I don't even want that. So, I don't want touch. I don't want a relationship. You know what I want? Total Aryan victory. That's all I want. I didn't choose that. All I want is revenge against my enemies and a total Aryan victory. Hugs and kisses, touch, sappy stuff, hand-holding, please. All I want is revenge.
and an Aryan victory for my people. If you don't want it, it's Volsal. Nuh-uh, because I didn't choose to not want it. I didn't choose to not want it. I was born in Sal. I was born involuntarily. And it's involuntary that I don't that I don't want that. Okay? So I'm just like Hitler. How how dare you call me a fake cell? If Hitler were alive today, you would call him a fake cell. How dare you? Hitler could have had any girl he wanted, but he said, I don't have time for that. Not that Hitler's my hero or anything, but you would have called Hitler a fake cell. <laughs> Not that Hitler's my hero or anything, but I'm continuously mentioning Hitler every chance I get. People actually leave me comments, Dusty. The Groypers are not white supremacists. The fuck out of my face with that bullshit, but how can this be real life? These people are beyond parody. They're exactly what you would expect them to be. It's a little too on the nose for me. This has to be some kind of comedy simulation, this whole universe. It can't be real. This has to be a dark comedy. I just can't believe it at this point. And uh, guys know who uh, Jackson Hinkle is? He's one of these Jimmy Dore stands. One of these uh, butt lickers, in a bad way, of Jimmy Dore. Supposedly, he's on the left. But uh, as I pointed out to you guys time and time again, this grift is as old as the Internet. It's where right-wing shitheads continuously claim they're on the left. But all they do is spend all their time shitting on the left and ensuring that right-wingers take and maintain power. It's almost like they're doing it on purpose. Almost like they're not actually leftist whatsoever. Because if you're on the left, you would support the candidates who are going to be most likely to push progressive politics instead of shitting on those candidates continuously and ensuring that their Republican conservative opponents actually get elected and have power. You would think. But they always tell themselves, folks. Here he is. Gonna straight out tell you. Let's have a listen. I, I've. I, I've uh, I voted for Republicans before and um, third parties, like you said, Democrats. And I mean, this is the election where if there was ever a time I voted for more Republicans than ever before, it probably would be in this election. But uh, <laughs> yeah, super lefty. I'm only criticizing the left from the left to make them better. But always, always, always are actually right. A's. This is Tim Pool's playbook, Dave Rubin's playbook, Jimmy Dore's playbook, uh, Sargon of Akkad's playbook. Now Joe Rogan's playbook, all of them do exactly the same fucking shit. I call them out, I see through them, but it's not because I'm a super genius. I mean, I am a super genius, but that's not how I have the ability to see through these motherfuckers. It's because they're transparent as fuck, and they keep doing they keep doing the same grifts over and over again. Very easy to see through. And last up, on the on parody. <laughs> So, folks, they're out there doing the man-on-the-street interviews with people on Fox News. And uh, do you guys know why the supply chain issues are so bad? It's because woke. Trust me. I know what you're going to think when you're watching this. You're going to think, hey, this guy has absolutely no idea what he's talking about. And he's just uh, regurgitating bullshit talking points that he's heard on Fox News and on right-wing media. Nope. He totally knows what's going on, y'all. You can't get paint because they use some resin or something in the paint for EV batteries or something. It's taken six weeks to get a sample. It's terrible. 
We used to get it in two weeks. What do you attribute a lot of this to? Woke. <laughs> Everybody thinking they're going to have EV batteries, cars, and what do they think is going to power these cars? That's right, folks. Woke. I can't get paint samples because of the woke. It's probably because of the transgenders. Transgenders buying up all the paint, smearing it all over their body for some kind of weird trans shit. I don't even know, folks. I just know it's woke. And everything that goes woke goes to shit. Beyond parody. All right, folks, let's see the Super Chats real quick. Then we're going to move on to my Trash World section. Beast Nation, hit the like button, fuckos. Only half of you have done it. Oh, God, I have over a 1,000 viewers. Mm, I don't like that very much. I'm going to have to uh, get rid of some of you. Meldrock for the kiddies. Hey, thank you, Meldrock. Appreciate it. Funny how when Fuentes mentions Aryan victory, his hands disappear. What's he doing down there? He's uh, flicking his bean. Good show. Hey, thanks, Tom Crawwell. Oh, my God. I refuse to believe that there is some so cringe as Nick Fuentes on this planet. But he's exactly as advertised. You got to hand him that. Dusty, me and my wife both watch you. Keep up the good work. Hey, what's up to both you and your wife? Hope you guys are having a good Monday night. Eventually, I'll finish that art. Hey, better late than never. Orion McFadden, here's a donation I used to give TJ Kirk because you're my new favorite YouTube atheist. Hell yourself. Hell, Dustin. We're going to talk about TJ Kirk in the next section. I watched the entire podcast between TJ Kirk and Joe Rogan and did a play-by-play on my Twitter. And we're going to talk about that coming up next. What game and TV show are you into right now? I'm still playing New World, although... Lost Ark comes out tomorrow, and I'm probably going to play Lost Ark when it comes out tomorrow, because New World, even though it's an amazing game, uh, has the dumbest fucking developers in the history of the mankind that destroyed their own game. So, what you going to do? Thanks for the show, fantastic. Hey, thank you, Christine Fredrickson. Good to see you tonight. Ralph Gallagher, $5. Thank you. Jay West, $5. Thank you. Anything else? Jacob Browers became a dust buddy. Hell yeah. YouTube became a dust buddy for uh, $2.99 a month. You can get customized emojis to spend the chat with, like uh, Bing Bong and Fuck Your God, ACAB. Spam the chat, folks. Show them how it's done. There's a button somewhere that lets you sign up to become a dust buddy. It's a great way to support the show, so do it. Do it. All right, let's move on, folks. Still got a shit ton of show. Might even do some overtime tonight. We'll see. We'll see how far I can get through this shit. But next up, Trash World. Trash World. Duster Fire Hellish Trash World. Trash World. And first off, on the Trash World, Brie Larson. No! No, Brie Larson was supposed to be the chosen one. Fuck. Fuck, I love Brie Larson. So hot. She's so hot, y'all. Brie Larson, so fucking hot. She's a good actress. She seemed like a decent person. Now she getting in on the NFT scams. What? What? Here she is. New profile. Got a flower girl NFT. Oh, my God. Why? Why are you doing that, Brie Larson? And apparently it just wasn't her. It was her and uh, who were the fucking rest of them doing this? Uh, what is the goop lady's name? Um, oh, yeah, here you go. Um, fuck. I can't even see which one it is. Anyway, disappointed, motherfuckers. <sighs> They're just putting it in her eye. This is a scam, folks. NFTs are scams. I was actually going to show you guys. Maybe I'll show it on the next show. There's a website that keeps track of all the NFT scams, and there are just so many of them. It's almost like this is just one big plan to dupe idiots out of their fucking money, and they're making 
billions, literally just the board A people alone are making billions of dollars. So a lot of this is like they're just giving them these NFTs, these celebrities, so that they can hype them up and then the idiot dumb money gets in and buys them and they can pump and dump. So they're basically ripping people off and Brie Larson is a part of this now. Yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow, that's the one I was thinking. Fuck, it's just so goddamn disappointing. Come on, Brie, be better. Makes you so fucking unlikable, Linda. I thought I'd throw this in a trash world. Did you guys see all the new movies coming out on Netflix? It's like they're using some kind of random movie poster generator to create this shit. Look how terrible this shit looks. It's almost like these are fake movies that they made as a joke. Sack lunch, chuddle, death blow, prognosis negative, blip, the Hindenburg story. Oh, that sounds riveting there, Bradley Cooper. Ponce de Leon, checkmate. Oh, oh, can't wait to binge watch checkmate i don't have a fucking netflix i I actually do have a Netflix. i need need to cancel my netflix show i don't have it for myself other people use netflix i don't use it boring as shit and uh i don't know when this video was shot folks i don't know how old this is but it's new to me apparently uh the nazis are back out in force and uh in arizona and uh i don't know about you guys but i'm starting to think these guys might be a little racist. Park and say that while we're here now. What are you fucking niggers going to do now? Hi-ho! Niggers got to go! <laughs> Just stand there and grab your balls. They ain't got no balls. They lost them when the white man gave them up. <laughs> your mama. Jigaboo, jigaboo, where are you? Right in front of you, motherfucker. What, what you gonna do? Oh, you baby. We right here. Fucking monkey. Your mama that. Get up in your fucking tree. Why don't right you go here. get out the tree, motherfucker? Right off your fucking cage, you fucking chips. Fuck you. Fuck you. How about that? That one there, you got way too many EBT. <laughs> so racism dead in America. It doesn't exist anymore. We've moved past. We're a post-racial society, folks. And uh, folks, I am just disappointed. I'm so goddamn disappointed in this fucking country. This is just disgusting, folks. This is just fucking disgusting. So uh, it's a story about this a burglar, about this fucking criminal whose mugshot is making women and I guess men horny around the place, around the country. Eyes, that jaw, those lips. He's a convicted burglar who's now wanted for stealing. Yeah, just gross. What is wrong with you? Glorifying fucking criminals? Is that what we're about in this country? I mean, sure, yeah, he does have piercing eyes and a uh, nice jawline. And ooh, look at those lips. And he's got a pretty good head of hair, to be honest with you. And uh, man, he is kind of chiseled. But uh, disgusting. I'm disgusted at you guys, to be honest. I would only let this guy fuck me four or five times. Tops! Four or five tops! Or bottoms. Whatever he's into. Whatever he's Six or seven times. Tops! Disgusting, America. Do not glorify criminals with their sexy asses. Mm, look at those lips. I'm sorry, what was I talking about? Anyway, next up on Trash World, The Masked Singer. Did you guys hear about this one? So they're always doing this, folks. They're always trying to uh, reinvent these evil motherfuckers, whitewash their backgrounds. Rudy Giuliani, just a year ago, 
up on stage calling for a trial by combat. Whipping up the cult of Trump so they'll go try to overthrow the government and install a dictator. Yeah, remember that? Remember sedition? Remember all that bullshit? Well, apparently... They try to whitewash him, but they put him on the mass singer. Because this is what they do, folks. Like Trump, he's going to be all over the place, the mass singer. No matter how evil you are, corporate America will always try to resell you, repackage you to the American people. I mean, it is a Fox channel, so I'm not that surprised. But uh, disappointing, to say the least, in this goddamn trash world. And uh, next up, so uh, folks, we've been hearing about Spotify a lot and Joe Rogan. And I'm almost... Sorry, I have to talk about Joe Rogan. I have a whole section about Joe Rogan coming up. And I apologize in advance because I know a lot of us are kind of tired of hearing about Joe Rogan. But I almost feel obligated to cover all this because I'm one of the first person to break these stories. I am. Years ago, three years ago when I started this podcast, I was one of the first people to start shitting on Joe Rogan. And I took so much shit for it, folks. So much pushback. And uh, now all the stuff I've been talking about for years is starting to come to fruition. So I had to go out to cover it. So uh, this is a section I like to call the Toe Rogan Experience. And some of you have messaged me and you're like, Dusty, how do you continuously see the future? Well, it's not that hard. It's not because I'm a genius, folks. It's because it's all very easy to predict. First off, um... Where's my fucking video about? God damn it. Come on, Dusty. Where the fuck is it? Right, let me, I'm going to go look for it. So you guys remember how uh, I made these uh, Toe Rogan videos not too long ago? And people were like, damn, Dusty, you call this shit spot on. Here we go. Remember this one? This is my first Toe Rogan video. The Toe Rogan Experience. Man, I'm telling you, because of the woke mob and cancel culture, you're not allowed to say anything anymore. Especially if you're a straight white male. Dude, didn't Spotify just give you a hundred million dollars to say whatever you want to at all times in front of millions of people on the most popular podcast in the entire world? Jamie, pull up that video where that ape smoked some DMT and then ripped that guy in half. The Toe Rogan Experience. The Toe Rogan Experience, exactly what happened now. Joe Rogan has been canceled, folks. Canceled. And by canceled, I mean he's been given $100 million to say whatever he wants to at all time in front of the largest podcast audience in the world. 11 million people. Super canceled. So, uh, first off, we're going to talk about Spotify a little bit. We've heard about how Spotify supposedly lost $2 billion in value in their stock when Neil Young decided to pull his songs from Spotify. Remember that shit? Well, I didn't know this, folks, but did you know since they signed Joe Rogan, Spotify has lost 47% of its value in the year they signed Joe Rogan? They've lost like $30 billion in total of value since they fucking signed Joe Rogan. So it doesn't seem like that investment paying off that well to me. Don't know. I'm sure there's a a variety of reasons for this. But Joe Rogan don't seem to be helping at all. So uh, you guys might remember that the last show, Joe Rogan had just come out with his apology 
for spreading disinformation about coronavirus. And he was like, oh, well, I fuck up sometimes and I'm sorry. I will try to do better. Well, not even a fucking day went by and he posted another article that misled people about COVID-19. Mr. I'm going to try to do better. He's so eager to double down and prove that he's been right all along. So apparently uh, Reuters put out this uh, article that turned out to be wrong. And Joe Rogan, not waiting, jumped right fucking on it to post this wrong article because it seemingly made him look like he was right all along. So he's like, well, look at here. Just then, Japan's COA in partnership with Kitasata University at Tokyo Medical University says ivermectin is effective against Omicron in phase three trial. Uh, no, they didn't. Turned out it was a mistranslation from Reuters and Reuters really screwed up now. Wrongly reported that phase three clinical trials showed ivermectin was effective against Omicron and then correcting the story after the damage was done. Correction. Japan Kawa says ivermectin showed antiviral effects against Omicron in research. Correct headlines and first paragraph to remove references to the drug being effective in treatment against Omicron in phase three clinical trials. So no human trials has not been proven to do any such thing yet. So apparently he deleted his tweet immediately. Because, of course he did, but so much for him doing better. Immediately fucking up Joe Rogan. And then, turned out that uh, all of a sudden this week, over 100 episodes of the Toe Rogan experience was removed from Spotify. For some mysterious fucking reason, who could discern why? Not me, of course. I had no idea why they might have been removed. And they even removed the T.J. Kirk video. Episode 746, T.J. Kirk removed. February 1st, 2022. I even told T.J. about it. I was like, T.J., damn. They deleted your episode of Joe Rogan. And he was like, I don't know why. It's not because of me. They left the other one up. I wonder why. And I was like, all right, well, I'm going to find out why. I am going to go listen to the entire episode of you and T.J. Kirk, Joe Rogan. And see, what the fuck they deleted it for? There has to be some reason. So I did a live play-by-play as I was watching the podcast between TJ Kirk and Joe Rogan. Now, this uh, podcast took place in 2016, right in the heart of the anti-SJW movement, and it was exactly what you would fucking expect. It was vintage 2016, anti-SJW 101. So first off... The show starts with a conversation on what's worse, puking or pissing your pants. Top-notch shit here. Now they are talking about what if farts were contagious, and when you smelled them, they made you shit. I'm not making this up, folks. Go listen to it for yourself. This is what they were talking about. Back to talking about puke again, like three solid minutes of talking about puke. Now they are talking about people who got colonics and have their shit professionally examined. Now Rogan is talking about how acupuncture has been peer-reviewed and proven. Now they're talking about the importance of changing your mind. This was actually the only good part of the whole show. Rogan rightly points out how silly the term flip-flopper is because it's used to try to mock people for changing their minds. Very good point from Joe Rogan. Now they're talking about how Christopher Hitchens was smeared as a misogynist when he was really just a master troll. He was just trolling people, y'all. And then TJ points out how he has doubts about the wage gap, but claims, hey, just because I don't believe the wage gap 
doesn't mean I'm a misogynist. Uh, and then they are now saying that you're not supposed to talk about the wage gap, even though they're talking about the wage gap on the most popular podcast in the world. But you're not supposed to talk about it, folks, because you're going to get in trouble, even though they didn't get in trouble at all for talking about the fucking wage gap. And um, God damn it. And uh, then uh, TJ starts making fun of Anita Sarkeesian because uh, it was 2016. For criticizing misogyny in video games, fuck her. And then TJ talks about, it's kind of a sad story. He talks about how when he was younger, he had a job. And this woman at his job continuously sexually harassed him and assaulted him for months. And nobody took him seriously because he was a man. That was, uh, I don't know if that's true, but it's a true story. That's that's sad. And uh, then, folks, I figured it out. I figured out why they banned this episode. They didn't actually ban it. The, uh... CEO of Spotify actually went public and said that Joe Rogan himself took these down. So why did Joe Rogan take these down? Well, at 20 minutes into the video, he says the N-word a couple times. Yeah, yeah, hard E-R. Now, uh, and somebody said that TJ also said the N-word in this video. I didn't see that part. I must I might have missed that one because I was busy doing the play-by-play. I don't know if it's true or not. But anyway, I know that Joe Rogan did it. Now, the context that Joe Rogan said it in, he was telling the story about how he was 11 years old living in New Jersey. And there was no racism in New Jersey when he was a kid. You know, in the 70s when he grew up, in the early 80s, no racism in New Jersey. And uh, he had never heard the N-word before when he was 11 years old. I totally believe this story. And so he went to his mom and he was like, hey, what does this N-word mean? But Joe Rogan just says the word. And uh, his mom told him what the N-word means. And he said it over and over again. He's like, I had no idea, yo. So anyway, that was the context he gave it in. But he just said it. And I guess he removed it because in his second apology he did, he was like, oops, somebody released a video of him saying the N-word over and over and over again. And he, in his new apology video, he's like, oh, sorry, my bad, yo. You're not supposed to say the N-word if you're white. Now I know. Knowing Seth the Battle, yo, Joe, right? So anyway. Uh, and then they start talking about how awesome uh, Milo Yiannopoulos is and how hilarious it is and how he calls himself a dangerous faggot. I bet someday I'm going to get in trouble for reading the word that they say, just like Joe Rogan got in trouble for saying the N-word. Dangerous F-word? Would that be better? I don't know. Could be this guy it pulled too, maybe. And uh, then they started making fun of trans people. Of course they did. And pronouns. And Rogan is making fun of how dumb it is to use they. Referring to a singular person, which has always been done. He actually uses the argument. He makes fun uh, of the fact that people are pointing out, hey, even Shakespeare used they to be singular. And he was like, yeah, but back in the day, Shakespeare said a bunch of stupid shit. We've evolved past that now, and it's just dumb now. But, I mean, obviously, anybody who knows anything about language knows we've always used they and them singularly. If you don't know what gender the person is, if somebody says, hey, my friend just went to the store, and you don't know what gender that person is, then you would say, what did they buy? You would use they singularly. As the pronoun, like we've always fucking done. But Joe is a fucking moron here. Um, Still talking about how dumb pronouns are. They went on this for a long time because, like I said, it's just chud-ash bullshit. That's what Joe Rogan's show fucking is. He's a chud. And the vast majority of content he puts on a show is just chud shit. Joe is a complete idiot on this. It's the typical anti-HW conversation. Uh, then they're still talking about how stupid they is as single. They talk about it for like five minutes. Joe's been making fun of this for minutes. 100% wrong. He is an idiot. Now, TJ 
talking about how Trump is using all his money to fund his campaign and not taking any money from big donors, which makes him like Bernie and not a Hillary, because Hillary takes money from big donors, which makes her part of the establishment. And according to TJ, Trump is just spending his own money. All of Trump's money is coming from his own pockets. He's not taking any money from big donors at all. So psh, he's not part of the establishment. Yeah, that aged really well, didn't it, TJ? Literally, Trump spent zero of his own money. All of it funded by big fucking donors. Just ridiculous. Uh, then Rogan now talking about how he liked Bernie Sanders because Rogan wants to legalize drugs. And sure, he thinks people deserve to be paid a living wage, but he thinks Bernie's tax plan is crazy as shit. Joe Rogan literally said this. If Bernie has his way with his tax program, rich people won't have enough money to buy islands. Go look, folks. He literally fucking said that. And then he said again that Bernie's tax plan is fucking crazy and he's going to have to raise taxes on the middle class. Basically, that's what they're doing the whole show, folks. They give little lip service to Bernie here and there. But the vast majority of the show politically was shitting on Hillary and praising Donald Trump. Anybody who listened to this episode would be more likely to vote for Donald Trump after walking away from it. TJ agrees with Joe Rogan. But he says, hey, we do need taxes for infrastructure. Then TJ goes on to say, hey, the reason I like Trump is because Trump is clearly committed to building our infrastructure. Aged wonderfully, didn't that, TJ? Then they both continuously shit on Hillary Clinton. TJ says Donald Trump takes criticism better than Hillary. TJ says Trump doesn't give a shit about being criticized. Isn't that true? Doesn't Donald Trump have a super thick skin and doesn't care at all what people say about him? Definitely 100% accurate. Rogan now talking about how you aren't allowed to... (laughs) Not making this up, folks. Rogan started talking about how you're not allowed to prefer white women over black women because you'll get accused of being racist. A point he went over for several minutes. Rogan's still talking about how weird it is that if you aren't attracted to black women, you're considered racist. Yikes. Then uh, TJ gripes about SJWs, says we have to, says we used to have oppressed people in this country, but not really anymore. Oppression doesn't really exist like it used to. And the fucking SJWs, they're just whiny crybabies. And then Rogan, once again, makes fun of anybody who thinks the wage gap is real. And now they're talking about how some crazy SJWs want men to sit down when they pee because they have penis privilege. Yeah, sure. That's a real problem, isn't it? So many people were taken seriously when they came out and said men should sit when they pee. The left is evil, yo. And now they're talking about what a good job Donald Trump might do. TJ says he thinks Donald Trump will rebuild our infrastructure. And he likes that Donald Trump takes a tough stance on China. TJ praises Trump. Not kidding. TJ starts praising Donald Trump because Vladimir Putin came out and said that he thought Trump was strong. And so he's like, hey, even Vladimir Putin thinks Trump is strong. We should listen to Vladimir Putin. Maybe that means he's going to respect Donald Trump. Yeah, I know, right? There is no possible way that Vladimir Putin could have any ulterior motives for praising Trump, right? Super genius. And now they're talking about how Obama did not deserve credit for improving the economy because the economy is cyclical. And would have came back regardless. Yeah, fuck Obama, right? Let's praise Trump. Fuck Obama. And then Rogan starts 
complaining again about how they removed Milo's checkmark, to which TJ agrees was a tragedy. Can't believe they removed Milo's checkmark. Definitely something worthy of talking about on the largest podcast in the world. And that was it, pretty much it, folks. It was a vintage 2016. They pulled it because he said the N-word, but I mean, it's exactly what you would expect from Joe Rogan. This is what he's been doing for, this was, what, uh, six years ago? That's what he does. He's a fucking right-wing chud. He has these guests on there like TJ, who he knows is going to help him push his uh, anti-left-wing narrative. And TJ beautifully did it. And I know people are like, TJ's matured a lot since then, Dusty. TJ, better now. Okay, cool. But he was definitely doing this shit then. He definitely went on Joe Rogan, the largest podcast in the world, and made it more likely for people to fucking vote for goddamn Donald Trump than Hillary Clinton. That shit happened. Remember all the shit I took for calling this out? Remember how much fun they made fun of me? Fuck these guys. And uh, so uh, then Spotify comes out and admits, yeah, Joe Rogan decided to pull lots of his episodes after a video was released uh, showing him saying the N-word over and over again. Not only are some of Joe Rogan's comments incredibly hurtful, I want to make clear that they do not represent the values of this company, but your company is paying $100 million to the guy who did all this, and you're keeping him on your platform. So uh, I think it represents your values perfectly well, folks. And then, so uh, after this video of Joe Rogan saying the N-word went viral, the videos that I had been sharing just because you guys know I love to show the shit world of the goddamn, uh, the, the dumpster fire of the goddamn world. How, 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 how much trash this world is, right? So I'll show you guys the video where Joe Rogan uh, called black people apes, which I'm going to show you again in a second. I showed you guys the video of how he was talking to the, uh, the half black, half white guy and telling him uh, that black people have a different brain. Just horrendous stuff. Those videos also went viral, folks. But I couldn't help but see everywhere I was looking, conservatives were blaming the left for trying to cancel Joe Rogan. <gasps> the left is pro-censorship. They're trying to cancel Joe Rogan. So Joe Rogan came out after these videos of him saying the N-word. And also, this video I'm about to show you, he directly comments about the video where he compares black people to apes. But the funny thing in the video, he says, hey, someone clipped out this video and took it out of context. I wonder who it could possibly be. Now, Joe Rogan knows exactly who did it. But instead of telling the truth, instead of educating his audience on who did it, he wants to pretend like he don't know. Someone, so his audience thinks, oh, it's the left trying to cancel him. Uh, but no, no, we know exactly who was trying to cancel you, Joe Rogan. And there's another clip that I have to address. Planet of the Apes, man. We're going to go see Planet of the Apes. So I look on the iPhone app and it says, okay, take me to this one. And the guy goes, okay. I goes, is that in a good neighborhood? He's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Guy barely speaks English. He takes us there. We get out, and we're giggling. Oh, we're going to see Planet of the Apes. We walk into Planet of the Apes. <laughs> we walked into Africa, dude. We, we, we walked in the door, and there was no white people. I was just saying, there's a lot of black people there. Obviously, somebody made a clip out of it and taken out of context. Folks, obviously, someone, someone made a clip out of it. Taken out of context. But who? Who could have done such a thing? There was no white people. Joe Rogan just said black people are apes. Yeah, it's your best friend, Alex Jones. Yeah, it wasn't the left trying to cancel you there. It's Alex Jones, your buddy. 
The guy you platformed right after he tried to cancel you. He put this video out, and after he put this out, you platform him repeatedly. Never mention this at all. So why are you covering for him now, Joe? It's almost like you're dishonest. And uh, so then John Stewart came out in support of Joe Rogan. Sort of sad to see. Now, this was before the N-word video came out. This is before the videos I shared of him calling black people apes and uh, telling the uh, other black guy that uh, black people had different brains. This is before those videos went viral again. So I'm not sure Jon Stewart had all this information. And so now he might have changed his mind. I have no idea. But like, uh, I like Jon Stewart still. I disagree with him about this. Jon Stewart backs Joe Rogan as musicians continue to leave Spotify. This overreaction is a mistake. So, um... I want to make this clear, folks. I have not called for the boycotting of Joe Rogan or Spotify. I have not called for Joe Rogan to be removed from Spotify. I don't have a Spotify account, so this doesn't really affect me. I tend to would rather Joe Rogan stay on Spotify so he can be held accountable for what he says and I can use it to make fun of him and maybe he'll do better. Maybe he'll maybe now that he's getting lots and lots of uh, criticism and people attention, people paying attention to what he's actually saying, maybe the pushback will actually lead to him making changes. And if not, we can fucking continue to criticize him. Um, good, right? However, I do also respect there are a lot of people out there that disagree with me. There are people that think that Spotify, who is, regardless of what they want to say, they are the publisher of the Joe Rogan experience. They paid him $100 million to have exclusive rights, and they feature it as their flagship show. They're 100% the publisher. So a lot of people are like, hey, uh, Spotify is spreading misinformation and also sometimes racism. And we don't want to be associated with that anymore. People like Neil Young's like, I have a, a moral stance I have to take. I do not want my music to be associated with this. They have every single right to do that. And Joe Rogan say, hey, don't fucking pull out. You should fucking uh, engage with it. No one has to engage with this shit. You don't have to be involved with it in any way. You have absolutely every right to boycott it. That's how the market works. If enough people decide they do not want to support Spotify for not just platforming, but publishing the Joe Rogan experience, then they can vote with their dollars. They can cancel their subscriptions. And if Spotify decides that it is not financially feasible to keep Rogan on their platform and removes him, that's just the market working. That's how it's supposed to work. And on the flip side of it, if you guys love Joe Rogan and you don't think that Joe Rogan should be removed, you should sign up for Spotify. You should reward Spotify and tell Spotify, hey, I am with you guys. That's how it works. You vote for your dollar. You vote with your dollar. And uh, that's the way it should work. I have no problem with it working. And I do disagree with Jon Stewart, but he has every right to give his opinion on it, right? It's cool. And then, of course, Jimmy Dore. Jimmy Dore now I've got to jump on it and be like, I can't wait till they start calling Jon Stewart a racist, white supremacist, because there's no way he's going to be allowed to get away with being on the right side of this issue. Am I right? Uh, he's not on the right side of the issue, of course. Mm. The only way you need, the only thing you need to realize uh, that John Stewart is not on the right side of the situation is when Jimmy Dore comes out and has your fucking back, right? And almost every right wing chud came out and had Joe Rogan's back and anybody who supported Joe Rogan. Um, I'm not going to call John Stewart a white supremacist, though I will say this: the video of clips from Joe Rogan saying the N word. Now it doesn't affect me, so obviously it's easy for me to have this opinion. But I wasn't as bothered by that because he wasn't like calling black people those names. He was like just reading it when other people would say it or he would, which is wrong, 100% wrong. But uh, if he's no longer doing that, 
And he's admitted that that's a problem and he's not going to do that anymore. Okay, maybe I could overlook that. And him calling black people apes a long time ago and the other racist stuff he said 10 years ago. Okay, maybe he's changed, right? I could even give him the benefit of the doubt for that as long as he's admitted that he was wrong and he's worked to change himself because redemption is for everybody. But what I have more of a problem with is what he's doing right now. Like having James Lindsay on his program and giving James Lindsay carte blanche to sit there and spread white supremacist propaganda against CRT. Instead of having any CRT expert, professor, people that actually know about it, actually teach it. He has the right-wing propagandist backed by white supremacists who literally admitted he's just trying to make any type of racism lumped in with CRT so people are afraid to teach it and no longer teach it in the schools, which is exactly what white supremacists want to do. Joe Rogan is a mouthpiece for this bullshit. Or him having Jordan Peterson on there to spread climate change denial. The shit he's doing right now, that's what I really have a problem with. And I'm glad people are holding him accountable because they should. He should be held accountable. You can't tell us, which his stance literally all the time, how he is now more popular than all the cable news network combined, and they get mad at us for holding him accountable. Incredibly powerful people should be held accountable. But, uh, then The Rock decided to uh, jump in the fray. I usually like The Rock, but The Rock kind of a fucking moron. Never misses an opportunity to try to make money, The Rock. The Rock got to be worth, what, hundreds of millions of dollars? Yet he's still trying to find an opportunity to get a, get a free commercial, get some free advertising for his tequila company. He reposted Joe Rogan's apology video. This is before the N-word stuff came out. This is before the uh, black people are ape stuff came out. Well, it was already out, but before it, it was went viral. The Rock said, great stuff here, brother. Perfectly articulated. Look forward to coming on one day and breaking out the tequila with you. Yeah, I know I can go on Joe Rogan's show and get 11 million people to see a free advertisement for my shitty tequila, says The Rock. Never have enough money for these greedy motherfuckers. And so uh, then they were like, uh, yo, Rock, um, he said the N-word like a million times. Didn't you see that video? And so uh, somebody told him directly, dear The Rock, this is Don Winslow, you're a hero to many people and using your platform to defend Joe Rogan, a guy that used and laughed about using the N-word dozens of times is a terrible use of your power. Have you actually listened to this man's many racist statements about black people? And then The Rock was like, oh, shit. So he came out and said, dear Don Winslow, thank you so much for this. I hear you as well as everyone here 100%. I was not aware of his inward use prior to my comments, but now I've become educated to, the, to his complete narrative. Learning moment for me. Mahalo, brother, and have a great and productive weekend. DJ, so apparently... He's now distancing himself from Joe Rogan, which, you know, good. Yeah, you should. You should have been more educated on it to begin with, but at least you're distancing themselves now from him. So exactly what you would expect has happened. The same people who claim they're against cancel culture, even though I showed you it was right wing Alex Jones who put out the video of him calling black people apes to try to cancel him. They're always bitching about, oh my God, the left is always taking old clips or old tweets and trying to cancel people over it. That's why they're evil. So immediately, 
The right goes out and finds old clips of The Rock to try to shit on him with because he dared distance himself from Joe Rogan. So uh, here's the one they came out and found. Here's the quartering. Shitting on The Rock because like uh, 10 or 15 years ago, he played sort of a racist character in the WWF. The courting says, uh, The Rock, Joe Rogan is racist because he said the N-word in context. The Rock didn't say that. Also, The Rock, and uh, here's the old clip they're pulling up to try to cancel The Rock now. If you need even further clarification, let The Rock tell you in Chinese. Uh-oh. Chinese? Ching bang ding dong his don't go ai! So, uh, yeah. Racist. Racist till rock is racist. So, uh, it wasn't just that, though, folks. The walk, yeah. Um, even Donald Trump Jr. getting in on it. This is what they're going to do to your rock. If you don't tow that Republican line, they're going to find whatever they can to cancel you with. So, Don Jr. drags up this uh, 11-year-old tweet the rock made, which is a horrible tweet. In order to cancel The Rock, where The Rock basically uh, is transphobic. The Rock tells somebody, shh, don't be angry, Miss Katie. It's not your fault you're turning tranny tricks to put yourself through nursing school. Shh, classy. Super classy, Rock. I guess he deleted this tweet, but yeah. Bad look, but like they always do, the hypocrites gonna do exactly what they claim they're against. Find old tweets that they're canceling with. Donald Trump Jr. says, wow, The Rock... You can't just try to quietly delete transphobic's attacks without giving a groveling apology and expect to ever work in Hollywood again. Uh, do Under Armour, Ford, Apple, Netflix, and the rest of his sponsors, partners agree with these this hateful rhetoric? So yeah, they're contacting, they're tweeting to his sponsors to try to get him canceled because hypocrisy, that's what they do. So of course, Caitlyn Jenner, horrible, horrible Caitlyn Jenner jumps on it. And says, huh, the double standard is real at The Rock. I love you, but come on, dude, let's be real. Cancel culture's got to go. Use your platform. At Donald Trump Jr., thanks for highlighting. Yeah, hey, thanks, Donald Trump Jr., for doing cancel culture. Cancel culture has got to go, and it's evil. So thank you, Donald Trump Jr., for doing it. Super cool. You're the one who's a hypocrite. And, uh... Then these videos, I kind of showed you guys these videos before, but I'm going to show it to you again because these are the next ones that are going to go viral again. I predicted the other ones that went viral, and these are the ones who are next. So you guys know uh, Joey Diaz. He is one of the giant fucking pieces of shit that Joe Rogan continuously has on his show. Joe Rogan's show is basically, you know, it's like bro It's just a show for bros, for like, you know, the frat bros that most of us can't fucking stand. Well, there's a lot of them in this country still. There's like 11 million of them, and they love Joe Rogan because he's like being in a stupid fucking frat. So here's Joey Diaz explaining how he only gave uh, stage time to female comedians if they would agree to blow him. While Joe Rogan laughs giddily at his friends. Uh, I don't want to call this sexual abuse, but sexual abuse. I had girls sucking my dick and giving me coke from Chewy. You think I'm fucking kidding you? Fuck yeah, you got to suck my dick to get up in the belly room. I'm making call for you. That's the, that's the fucking gateway into coming to Hollywood. Everybody knows that. How many girls did you have to do that? Oh, 20 of them. <laughs> yeah. I had this little blonde open mic chick dog that used to come up to the comedy store with a 20. 
and just take me up to the belly room and suck my dick and go do her set. She was tremendous. Wow. She finally freaked out. When she got to Hollywood, bro, she was beautiful. And when she left, she had dirty fucking, her nails were dirty. And then a year later, she wrote me a letter to the comedy store. You cocksucker, you broke me. <laughs> <laughs> I kept shooting sperm balls in her fucking ear ball. Every time she went down, Baya Palapinga! It ain't broken till... Why the fuck are they laughing about that? This is a horrible story. She wrote you and let you know how your behavior negatively affected her life, and this is funny? So they're just trash, folks. They're fucking trash. And so uh, Joey Diaz, same guy. This didn't. This wasn't too recent. This is after, uh, not, the, not the last Joe Rogan apology but, apology, but the one before that, where Joe Rogan was apologizing for something else. Here's Joey Diaz going public and just being transphobic as fuck. Garbage human. Yeah. Poor, poor Joe Rogan. He put the apology up. They would tell him go. He he was that's hard for my dog. Yeah, my heart goes out to him. He had to put an apology up and shit. I guess he things were good when he was things were good in the basement, dog. Once you take that Spotify money, <laughs> you got to start apologizing <laughs> and making believe you care about trannies and stuff. You know what I'm now he's got to go to a tranny parade and donate ten dollars every month. Any day now, you'll see Rogan hanging out with trannies down in Austin, jumping up and down. You know, the poor guy. That's what happens when you get that money. When you cash that big check, you got to watch what you say. Aren't you lucky you're independent now? You guys were upset for a couple weeks. Uh, nobody wants to give us any money. Did you see him? He's got to do the apology. My name is Joe Rogan. I don't kill. I can't go kill deer no more. He can't do nothing no more. So that's what Joe Rogan should have always been, though, right? He has a right to have whatever show he wants to, and we have a right to criticize it. We have a right to point out how chuddy and embarrassing uh, his show is, right? That's how uh, that's how this whole free expression thing works. It's not free speech, because generally we're talking about free speech. We're talking about the First Amendment, and it only applies to the government. We're talking about free expression. So, yeah, he can have his show. He can say this stupid bullshit, how awful, and we can t- talk about how awful it is, right? Um, but the hypocrisy, hypocrisy, still going on, folks. Here's a... Bridget Gabriel, she like cancel culture has no place in America. Defend freedom, evil cancel culture. You can't cancel people for the things they say. The very next day, Whoopi Goldberg should be fired. Cancel Whoopi Goldberg. Cancel culture, the most evil thing that has destroyed our country, but we love it. We love it. More cancel culture all the time because it's not cancel culture when they do it, folks. And of course... Every right-wing shithead and their dog came out to suck Joe Rogan's dick. Just what you expect. He has a chud-ass show. Appeals to chuds. Dan Crenshaw, I'm with Joe Rogan. Yeah, no fucking shit you are, dude. Shocker. And uh, they're all pretty much saying the same thing, folks. Never apologize. That was Joe Rogan's mistake. You don't apologize, folks. I mean, uh, first off, what if Joe Rogan was actually sorry? Like, if you're actually sorry, like, if you think about what you've done wrong and you feel bad about it, you don't actually care if people accept your apology or not. You want to apologize because you want to correct the wrongs you have done, right? And get that off your chest. It has no basis on if people accept it or not or if they shit on you for it. That's not why you apologize if you're sincere. But Tim Pool, the most popular conservative influencer, on all of YouTube, Tim Pool. Rogan! Caving won't help or save him. 
He's seated now twice, apologized, and deleted 71 episodes. Joe is making everything worse. Terrible PR. The left will now push twice as hard and use this as proof. Blair White. The only thing Joe Rogan did wrong was apologize. Yeah, right? Isn't that the only thing Joe Rogan did was apologize? Starting to think these might not be very good people. Matt Walsh. Nobody is offended by anything Joe Rogan said. Uh, I think you might be wrong about there, uh, Matt Walsh. I think there are people who are offended by Joe Rogan calling black people apes, saying black people have uh, different brains than white folks, um, spreading medical misinformation, spreading climate change denial, spreading uh, right-wing white supremacist talking points about CRT. Some people, you know, are a little bit offended by that. But nah, nobody is a victim. They went digging for the offensive comments. And by they, he means Alex Jones. They're happy to have found them. That's why these damn vultures deserve a middle finger, not an apology. Rogue and owes them nothing but contempt. Super cool. And uh, then Crystal Ball. Trash ass crystal balls like the eclectic group of Joe Rogan guests who were pulled from Spotify just shows you this censorship shit isn't about left or right. Uh, it's about Joe Rogan pulling episodes of him saying the N word, Crystal. It's about an authoritarian push for complete control over speech. They hate Rogan because he's not controlled by corporate media. I mean, it's funny how big tech is an evil boogeyman. Sometimes when they need it to be for their narratives. And then other times, big tech is the alternative to big media that everybody's scared of. Like Spotify is 100% a big tech, dude. We don't hate Rogan because he's not controlled by corporate media. We hate him because of the things I've outlined, the racism, the spreading of white supremacist talking points, the spreading of disinformation about COVID, the disinformation about climate change. You know, real world stuff that actually hurts the world. Of course, shoe on it. Jumping in with all her right-wing buddies. Always wrong. A bad take machine. Chew on head says, him apologizing was such a mistake. Yeah, isn't apologizing the mistake, folks? I mean, maybe he felt sorry for what he did, but never apologize. The people who are outraged will never, ever stop. They will never be happy until he he's some squeaky clean, bubble-wrapped, DNC-approved little baby show. I don't know why he capitulated. Um, Is that true? Hmm. It seems like... I was controversial for a bit. I said racist things. I said the N-word in a video. I called myself the N-word repeatedly. And uh, I have a very left-wing audience that has forgiven me, that is supporting me right now. And is my show a clean little baby rap DNC approved? Uh, squeaky clean? Is that what I do? No. My show, I mean, it's not edgy just for edgy's sake, but there's some edge to my show. It's not clean. I'm dirty as fuck with my robo dick. Just saying. You might be a moron, Sean Head. Just saying. Not very well thought out. And of course, Sean Head right there with Candace Owens, who says, look at me. I'm the mainstream now. You're right. I actually agree with Candace Owens. Joe Rogan is the mainstream now. So uh, is it okay if we criticize him? Since he's got more ratings than CNN, NBC, and Fox News combined, is it okay if we hold him accountable for the misinformation and bullshit he spouts on his platform? Or is that not okay? Is that a violation of free speech? I don't know. What are the rules here? What are the rules there, Candace Owens? And uh, then they put out this list. Right-wing guest 
compared to left-wing guests. And I don't even totally agree with this, this list at all. I mean, they left out some left-wing guests they could have put on here. They left out some right-wing guests they could have put on here. But when you're talking about politics, people who are likely to get political, it's like 10 to 1, the amount of right-wing guests to put on, he puts on to spread his narratives, his chud-ass anti-SJW narratives, right? And even the, the left-wing guests he, he gets on there, like Cal Kalinske, never push back against his bullshit. They pretty much go along with it because they're just little simping weasels who love the fact that Joe Rogan has them on there and it makes them tons of fucking money, right? Uh, but the funny thing about this is the people arguing that Tim Pool is not on the right. Tim Pool is actually a leftist. So many people. This list is crazy. Russell Brand, Tulsi Gabbard, Adam Curry, Michael Malice, Sam Harris, Tim Pool, Elon Musk, Bridget Fatasi, God Sad, Eric and Brett Weinstein, Barry Weiss, and Stephen Pinker are right wing. Yes. Yes, I think a case might be made that Sam Harris is not. I don't know. It depends on like an argument. It could be made either way. But yeah, Russell Brand, 100% is a right-wing propagandist. All of his content is right-wing. Tim Pool, 100% right-wing propagandist. Elon Musk, chud fucking city. Gadsad, yes, Gadsad is a chud. Eric and Brett Weinstein, 98% of their audience are right-wing chuds. If you're attracting almost some of the right-wing chuds, you're right-wing. Sorry, that's just the fucking way it works. And uh, shockingly, Jimmy Dore came out to support Ben Shapiro. Yay! This is my shock face. So shocked right now. Ben Shapiro says they aren't upset with Joe Rogan because of his COVID-19 perspective. They're angry at him because he he talks about uh, with people uh, that they hate and they can't stand that. Yeah, folks, isn't it that we hate Joe Rogan just because he talks to people we hate? I mean, that is part of the reason. I do hate the people that Joe Rogan talks to, a lot of them. But the reason I hate them is because they spread disinformation and racism. You know, like James Lindsay spreading white supremacist talking points against CRT or Jordan Peterson coming on there and lying about trans people or uh, spreading climate change denial. I do hate them, but I hate them because of the things they say there. And of course, uh, Jimmy Dore likes. Super like for you, Ben Shapiro. Where you at, doorknobs? Please, please continue to defend this bullshit. And uh, Glenn Greenwald, stupid ass Glenn Greenwald asking the question, who died from listening to Joe Rogan's show? I can give you names of many, many people who died because of the wars and his media critics lied to the country into this and whataboutism. But who died from listening to Joe Rogan? Anyone? As I pointed this out on my show repeatedly, uh, I have a series of videos called Meet the Victims, where I outline conservatives who spread anti-vax memes, refused to get vaccinated, and then died of COVID. And Joe Rogan is a very common person they have retweeted. So I'm not saying Joe Rogan is 100% responsible for killing these people, but did he help? Did his propaganda help encourage people not to get vaccinated, who then went on to die? Yes. Yes, they did. Yes, he did, Glenn Greenwald. And then uh, Joshua Frank answers him, uh, Glenn. Here's one who died from taking Rogan and his guest advice. Comedian uh, Christian Cabrera, who was a big fan of Rogan, died last week at the age of 40 from COVID. He told his brother he regretted not getting vaxxed. His wife and three kids, uh, his wife and three-year-old also regret it. So, yep, one of Cabrera's friends told me he listened to Rogan all the time. And he followed Rogan and a couple of fan accounts on Instagram as well. And here he is. Here's the guy who listened to your advice, Joe. Here's one of the people you influenced, dead. Where are you at, Glenn Greenwald? 
Crickets as fuck. Absolutely, Joe Rogan is responsible for the misinformation he spreads. And absolutely, he is partially responsible for misinforming people who want him to die. We know this is true. You can pretend like it ain't true, but that doesn't change reality there, Glenn. And uh, they're so full of themselves, folks. Here's uh, Whitney Cummings, who's coming to Joe Rogan's defense. This is the type of person that loves to uh, pull the cover over her head and fart underneath the covers and just <laughs> inhale her own farts because they're so glorious. She's like, comedians did not sign up to be your hero. And then she's about to describe things a hero would do. It's our job to be irreverent and dangerous, to question authority and take you through a spooky mental haunted house so you can arrive at your own conclusions. Stay focused on the people we pay taxes to and be moral leaders. Yeah, we're not heroes. But we're just so fucking heroic. And yeah, as Mark Maron pointed out, uh, yeah, you might want to add being funny to that list. That's literally your only job there, Whitney Cummings, is to be funny. Whitney Cummings, whose claim to fame was she is the creator of the show Two Broke Girls. Remember that amazingly edgy font of comedy, Two Broke Girls? Yeah! No wonder you're sucking your own dick there, Whitney Cummings. What a renegade maverick you are there, Whitney. And uh, folks, I know it's impossible to believe. But somehow, Jim Brewer has gotten even dumber. I can't believe it myself, but uh, he's gone public to defend Joe Rogan. And let's see if you guys can make any goddamn sense of this whatsoever. What happened was people like, hey, what, you know, did you see that? that? And also I was like, Russia wants to go to war. And uh, people like, do they really want to go to war? Yeah, uh, Russia, you know what? Um, no more mandates, uh, maybe some mandates. Uh, uh, put Fauci, you know what? Rogan's a problem. Joe Rogan's a problem. They are losing grip, but beware. Because when you're in power that long, you're not going down without a vicious foam at the mouth battle. And I don't know what that's gonna do. I mean, I see it now what they're trying to do to Joe. This is a psychological war. It is an American war. When the White House says we need to censor a human being that allows conversation Guess what, everyone? You've just been taken over and you're just sitting there taking it. And you can buy all you want that. Oh, oh. And then when it doesn't sell, they send their stars. Hey, you want to be a billion? Why don't you say something? It'd be really helpful if you say something, Madonna. You can see who all the players are. When this first came out, you had Gaga. And, and, and I loved Jimmy's a good guy. All the top paid off boom boom uh, all the paid off bananas came out oh they're gonna do a show to raise a way no you're not no you're not they're animals they're demons they're they're stuck <laughs> in a voodoo world yep here there folks lady gaga she's been paid off like i don't remember her talking about this at all but i know she must have and madonna who i also didn't hear talk about this she, they paid her and nwo and they came out there and I'm just so tired, folks. What the fuck is this guy even talking about? Holy shit, Joe. Starting to think the uh, best people might not be there to support you. Might want to think about what you're doing when these guys, the people that have your back, 
little bit. And folks, we're in the overtime. Hell yeah. About to get into overtime. Still got plenty of show left, so reward me for overtime. Who loves overtime? You love overtime. And uh, then uh, this is what it's all about, folks. This is why people have problems with Joe Rogan platforming not only right-wing shitheads, but terrorists. Gavin McGinnis is a fucking terrorist who created a terrorist organization built on violence and mayhem in order to intimidate their supposed enemies. And here he is telling you right from his mouth how much money, how much more popular he became because of Joe Rogan. Uh, who recognized me from the Joe Rogan podcast. That thing is fucking, you wouldn't believe how much that changed my life, that one podcast. Um, yeah, you want to know why the Proud Boys are so popular right now? Joe Rogan, that's fucking why. You can hear it from the horse's mouth right there, folks. This stuff is not just people having conversations. It has real-world implications. People are being hurt by this shit. Racism being spread. White supremacy. Fascism. Because of what Joe Rogan is doing. It's not just conversations and differences of opinion. No, it's real-world harm. And I think Joe Rogan might need to have a talk with Joe Rogan. It's amazing how since no, he so took that Spotify money, got his hundred millions of dollars, moved to Texas, and started hanging out exclusively almost with chuds, how much he has changed. He's become exactly what he warned us about. No, so that's what we need to do here. We need to just have straight talk. Don't tell them it's low risk. That's like the hurricane, okay? You know, I would be really mad at you if I thought you were a hurricane forecaster and you knew this was coming, but you kept telling me, oh, it's low risk. Don't worry about it. Right. Yeah, once it hit. Yeah, so that's what we need to do today is just say this is going to be challenging, and we're going to get through it, though. We are going to get through it. I hope this wakes people up to the value of vaccines, too. There's so many wackos out there that think that vaccines are you know a scam or they're dangerous or it's there there's so many people out there that won't vaccinate their children i know and that's one you know one of your best shows you ever did was peter hotels yes, he's a dear friend of mine guy. he's a i do too he's a dear friend of mine as you and you know he is one of the champions out there on this very issue yes. i couldn't agree with you more i think that's really an important point that you know we got to get this idea these vaccines can be life-saving if we had one right now think how different the situation would be in the world right Thank you for what you do say about vaccines because people listen to you and we need every positive voice because we have so many crazy voices out there right now so that are so are paranoid and yeah. d d delusional and they want it all to be a conspiracy. There's been an amazing medical innovation in, in human culture and that's vaccines. It's amazing what it's done and ha have there been adverse effects on people? Of course, everything. Everything that people do, there's some people that are going to react in a bad way. It doesn't mean it's not a positive thing. Holy shit, Joe! It's like the two Spider-Mans pointing at each other. Talk to yourself, Joe! Reel your boy in. Good God. And uh, we're almost done with the Rogan section, folks. Andrew Yang! Given the perfect defense of Joe Rogan. Never heard this one before, folks. Andrew Yang says, I don't think Joe Rogan is a racist. The man interacts and works with black people literally all the time. That's right. I have black friends, yo. I can't be racist. No racist has ever used this excuse before. Have they? God damn it, Andrew Yang. And one more from the Toe Rogan experience. Rumble! Right-wing rumble. 
video hosts of uh, luminaries like Jimmy Dore have offered Joe Rogan $100 million to move to Rumble because that's where he belongs. He belongs in a platform where all the other right-wing shitheads are. Dear Joe, we stand with you, your guest, and your legion of fans and desire for real conversation. So we'd like to offer you 100 million reasons to make the world a better place. How about you bring all your shows to Rumble, both old and new, with no censorship for 100 million bucks over four years? Do it, Joe. Do it. This is why cancel culture is such bullshit. Even if Joe Rogan was removed from Spotify, which they said they're not going to do, he would just go somewhere else and still make another $100 million to say exactly the same shit. This is why I say cancel culture is not real. It's bullshit. The whole fucking narrative is ridiculous. And all right, that's my Joe Rogan section. Fuck yeah. Still got plenty more show. Gonna do a little My Corona. A Karen section. Finish it up with a few palate cleansers. But let's check the super chats real quick. Everybody hit the like button. Do it. Dusty demands it. Dusty commands you. Tom Crow, monetary real world change. Fuck yeah. Put your money where your mouth is. Thank you, Tom. Steve Santa, 499. Thank you, Steve. Dusty, if a thousand people are watching it, you must be doing something right. I mean, I appreciate the money, but that's an argument from popularity. That's the same argument they make for Joe Rogan. Not a good argument, to be honest with you, but I love you. Stabby kitten. You just made me feel sorry for Jim Brewer. Shh. Me too. Pathetic. Free thinking secularist Whitney Cummings blew up after coming in second in a hottest stand up competition on Howard Stern. Did she? Never heard of her. Eron Worley. I totally binge watched all of the Harry Potter last weekend or the weekend before that. And then I ordered the Harry Potter trivia from Amazon, which shows you what I know. I guess people are binge watching Harry Potter as adults. Those movies are boring. Boring as fucking shit. The only thing more boring than Harry Potter? Lord of the Rings. Cancel me, folks. Cancel me. Only thing more boring uh, than Lord of the Rings? Star Wars. Cancel me again. I'm going to take all your cancellation money. Would The Rock be better president than Trump? Well, of course. Like, almost anybody would be better than Trump. Uh, Logan Lasky, new dust buddy. Welcome to the Cool Kids Club, Logan. Good to have you. The Rock was forced to smell what Rogan has been cooking for years, and it's stung. The Rock is all worried about making money. He don't really give a shit, unfortunately. Katie Dammit, $5. Thank you. Bing bong. Did you drop this? I did. I'm picking it up. Thank you, Tom Crowell. For your fabulous mod squad and the fur babies, we have the best mods in the world. 1989, very generous. Thank you, Selena. Dusty is my personal savior. Hell yeah, I am. You could do worse. E, this is for more Toe Rogan. I need to make more Toe Rogan. Maybe someday I'll do it just for you, E. I'll just send you them personally in an email. No one else gets to see it, just you. Sunbread owned cats my entire life, and I've never seen an orange cat attack a tabby because of its color. If you're a racist, my cats are smarter than you. Yep. That's not uh, ingrained into them like it is us. Dusty, Sack Lunch, Channel, those are other titles are mentioned as titles in Seinfeld episodes. Is it? I'm not surprised, but holy shit, it's like a parody. Great to be back listening to my favorite podcast while playing Sonic the Hedgehog. And name is pronoun Ian. Ian. Ian, Dusty. All right, Ian. I just pronounce everything like it's spelled. Ian Schultz. Best show ever. Hell yeah. Thank you, Stabby Kitten. All right, for the kitties. All right, cool, cool, cool. Anything else pop up? One more from Molly. Hell yeah. Thank you, Selene. Appreciate it. Molly's doing pretty good. Blaze it. Sending love to Pretty Boy and Half Stash. Fuck yeah. They're not in the room right now because they were making too much noise. So no kitty party tonight, but we don't need it because overtime. If you 
We're on death row. What would your last meal be? Taco salad. Survivor just got a diagnosis of prostate cancer. Well, fucking shit. Hope I'm not hospitalized. The fucking plague rats. Thanks, Dusty. Well, they I think they're better with the technology now. So hopefully you're gonna be okay. Steve Sand, nine ninety nine or ninety nine. Thank you, Steve. Make a five dollars. Appreciate it. All right, last chance to get your super chats if you want to. If you're able, hit the like button. Do it, do it, do it. And now, gonna do a little. I almost forgot the fucking song. Uh, how the fuck does this one go? <laughs> Not even stone. Um, oh, Corona. Nailed it. Didn't forget it all. Hell yeah. First off. Oh, my Corona, Shaquille O'Neal, no, Shaq. Shaq coming out against mandates. Shaq like, I encourage everybody to be safe and take care of your family. I do. But, here's the but, it's just people don't want to take it. And you shouldn't be forced to take something you don't want. Um, So, yeah, if you don't want to take the shot, you shouldn't be forced to. But also, it's part of the job requirement now. Uh, when you take the vaccine, you're you can still catch COVID. You can still uh, spread COVID, but you're much, much, much more likely to get over COVID a, a lot quicker, which makes your window of infecting other people way smaller. So it's like an OSHA rule where you have to keep your fellow co-workers and customers safe. So, yes, uh, businesses can demand their employees get vaccinated as part of their job description. And if you're not willing to do what the job description entails, you're fired. That's just the way it works. Shaquille O'Neal. Somebody find out what Larry Bird thinks about it. Stat. This is what's really important. What old basketball players think. And uh, the Karen Convoy in Canada still going on strong. They're like uh, blocking the roads. I hope nobody needs an ambulance to take them anywhere. Because you're out of luck. You sort of fuck. These assholes. Like most of them aren't even truckers. Like Because most truckers, like 90% are vaccinated. A lot of these people are Americans who are like Trump supporters and dipshit conservatives who are going over to Canada just to start trouble um, and spread their uh, vaccine conspiracy bullshit. But these are the same people. Like Russell, Russell Brand was doing. How come the media is not covering this? The media is not covering it. Uh, this is what happens, folks. The media goes out there and tries to cover it. And they get um, consistently shit on and harassed by the protesters out there who will then turn around and complain that it's not being covered. They're trying to cover you fuckos. This is how you treat the media when they try to cover you. You're probably in the background. A lot of people yelling various expletives at the media, which was going on all day. But the reality is that. Are you going to tell the truth or are you going to lie again about what And that you're getting a pretty good sense of what people were saying all day here. So people trying to get their message across about vaccinations. And we listened and we broadcast what they had to say. But what you're hearing is it doesn't matter what you say, doesn't matter what you report, this is what you get from people at this protest today. Mark? All right, that's Global Sean O'Shea reporting live at Queens Park tonight. Thanks for doing your job, Sean. They will literally interview you and let you tell the world anything you want them to. But they're damned if they do and they're damned if they don't. Even when they spread your message all across the news, you still accuse them of not covering it. Here's another example, folks. The 
some money. Global news, CTV news, CBC, you're all doing the same shit. Where do you get your information? I get it from you guys, and then you edit it. How do you know it's fake if you get it? Because I'm there. I was was in Ottawa on a Saturday last night. I was there. Were you? Okay. So then you read the headlines about what's going on, like global news and CTV news and CBC. You watch my story? I didn't watch your story. I don't even know who you are. Sean O'Shea, Global News. Okay, good for you. Well, you said you watch Global News. I I was there reporting all weekend. It's online. Okay. But how can you tell somebody that they're wrong when you haven't seen what they've written and reported? We're saying in general by Global News. In general. In general. Excuse me, I'm talking to this gentleman. In general. In general. Global News, CTV News, CBC. In general, you guys are coming. Let's be specific about the stories. I said nothing wrong or incorrect, inaccurate, or improper. Fair and balanced. So you might not have. Well, you're talking to me. You guys are confronting me on the street, accusing me of being fake, and you don't have your facts. Listen, man. the protest last week. Listen, man. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about and harassing you, but shh. Can't hold me accountable. Uh, yeah, we can. You're a fucking moron. And uh, one more example, folks. Starting to think these guys might sort of be uh, a violent terrorist. Here's the freedom of speech lovers. Don't they love freedom of speech and freedom of the press? After your convictions, your executions cannot come soon enough. You are the enemy of the people. You're the vile liars. After your convictions... Let's convict and murder journalists. And then we'll complain that no one's covering the story. Because that makes total sense in this goddamn hell world we live in. And uh, another cringy post from anti-vax nuts. This guy's like, here's my elite bodyguard team. It's him with his three daughters, and they all have AR-15s. My three youngest daughters who all bought their own rifles by working and saving. Oh, goody. Heading off to a prom gathering this evening. By the way, if you wore the mask or you get the vaccine, you will never get the blessing for their hand in marriage. Okay, first of all, dude, the more you hate their boyfriends, the more they're going to be attracted to their boyfriends. You do not own your daughters. Your opinion means nothing. Nothing. So uh, they're probably going to marry uh, vaxxed up dudes, hardcore Democrats to piss off their daddy. It's always the way. Can't wait till it happens. Gotta be beautiful and... uh. This one also should be in the Beyond Parody section, but since it was about COVID, I had to put it in the COVID section, folks. I don't know if you guys have seen this one. This is crazy, folks, but this is real. This guy going to talk to the good liars about how he's not vaccinated and he doesn't think he can get COVID because he's a smoker. You can't make this shit up. How did you make the decision not to get the vaccine? For me, typo negative blood. Um... I do smoke, and there were studies that have come out of France. Nicotine users tend to also um, not be susceptible to things. Interesting. Um, So nicotine users are not susceptible to things. Lung cancer might be one of the exceptions. Well, I I don't smoke any of the name brand stuff. Is that how you spell villain? No. A-I-N. V-I-L-L-A-I-N. I grabbed the wrong graphic when I sent it to the t-shirt place to make a prototype but you still wore it today yeah just be up <laughs> how can you make this up how can you parody these folks yeah i'm healthy because i smoke they done studies that if you smoke you're really healthy folks can't catch it and uh 
Yeah, I misspelled the word villain, but I still wore the shirt anyway. Oopsies. Just goddamn it. God fucking damn it. So hilarious. So ridiculous. And last up on my Corona, folks. Did you guys see this one? Oh, this is not my Corona. This is supposed to go under the trash world one. God damn it. I fucked up a little bit. Uh... Here's a sample of what I have to do. The microphone section is over. Let's pretend like this was in the trash world section. Charlie Kirk wants you guys to go out there and risk your lives for trillion-dollar corporations. Yeah. Uh, don't do this, folks. Don't do this. So uh, here's an old lady stopping a guy from shoplifting, risking her own safety and life for the bottom line of Walmart. You gonna pay for that? Huh? You gonna pay for that? Yeah. Where? Huh? You gonna pay for it? Excuse me. Uh, the uh, asshole. Come on, bud. Granny got some spot. So, uh, kind of a hero, granny, kind of a hero, but also don't do this. If you see someone shoplifting, stop them. If the police will stop them, you should. Uh, no, you shouldn't. Walmart making trillions of dollars. If they're not going to handle their business, uh, don't handle it. People have literally gotten killed. Trying to stop shoplifters when they know your fucking business. Just saying. Don't listen to Watermelon Head, Charlie Kirk. Bad advice. But Granny, Granny, kind of a hero. Granny, a badass. Got to give it to her. Badass Granny. And all right, that's my Corona section. Now we're going to do a very short Karen section. You know why? Because, bitch, you're caring too much. And first off on this week's Karen Cavalcade, can't believe this guy had to deal with this, but this is so fucking funny. The ending, the ending is hysterical. Not even going to ruin it for you. Let's just play it. Your people, dude. I am. I want employed. No. Why? Because you're just pulling your shirt Call up. Call the police. I'm not calling the cops. Call them right now. All right. Well, so basically, this guy's trying to get a pizza, but he's not wearing a mask. And uh, the guy wants him to leave because you have to wear a mask. That's the rule. And he just pulled a shirt up on his face. And the guy's like, no. No, that's not the way it works. Please leave. What are you going to call him for? Because you won't serve me my pizza, dude. You're not wearing a mask. Dude, what is your problem? It's right there on the door. Dude, I live right there. That's dude, cool. I've fucking been in here 20 times dude. without my mask. Not You're recently. You're yourself to look like a fucking fool. You haven't been in here recently without a mask. We've been enforcing this for over a year now. The sign says no mask. I've been in no here way. every fucking day for the last All right. two uh, years. What's the name on your order? It's Cynthia Shannon. Okay, cool. Order's canceled. Please leave. <laughs> I got you, buddy. Got me with what? I see you every day, dude. I know okay. half the people you know. Is I that know true? Half the people you know. You're Bye. You're a fucking idiot, dude. Bye. You're like a fool and you suck dicks in your fucking spare time. Yeah. Boy. You're a boy. Okay. Yeah, and you suck dicks, right? Go have fun uh, eating dinner somewhere else, bud. Hey, man, I got food at home. I just wanted to fucking 
I'm gonna go on my blog. You're fucked, dude. Okay. <laughs> Enjoy it. Okay, I will. Thank I'm you. gonna go on my blog, dude. You're fucked. Oh no! No! He's gonna blog about this pizza guy. Your life is ruined, pizza guy. Ruin. Of course, he has to resort to uh, homophobic slurs. You suck dick. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let me, let me some fucking dicks, dude. What's the problem with that? Hilarious. Fucking Karens, and uh, I love when anti-maskers go into stores and they show their asses. They're told time and time again they have to leave. You have to leave, or we're gonna call the cops. And they're like, no, no, call the cops. Call the cops. I have freedom. And then once the cops get called. They act shocked that they're actually getting arrested, that it's too late. But no, once the cops get called, you're charged with trespassing. Gotta go to jail. He's leaving them. You know, you can't be doing this. He's leaving. He's agreeing to leave. He's under arrest for trespassing. No. Grab his arm there. No, no, no. Why are you arresting him? Why? He's not, he didn't, he's leaving. They told me to leave me, and I'm leaving. He's leaving. And I'm leaving. You didn't leave when the cops came. Too late. He's leaving. Now he's resisting arrest. So then he resists arrest for a while when they complain about it. He's leaving. He's leaving. But you trespass now. He's not. He is leaving in a cop car. So, yeah, they arrest him. They arrest him. That the hog ties Please ass. Stop. Please stop! <laughs> I can't believe there's consequences to my actions! He doesn't deserve this. He has a medical exception. He a medical exception. He just wanted to pay for something. That's it. He has a medical exception. What did you do anything wrong? Yep, love it. I need your badge numbers in your name. Need your badge numbers. Take your badge okay, numbers. Okay, now you're going to give me your badge numbers. Yeah, no one cares, Karen. Shut the fuck up. And last up, this fucking moron Karen called the cops on herself. This fucking idiot called the cops on herself and got arrested. That's wild. That's wild. Surveillance video shows an altercation and this woman pulling out a gun on a store clerk. And for a brief second on the video, you can see it was pointed in the store. It happened after the employee repeatedly asked her to put on a mask or leave. Insane. Ridiculous. Now, 33-year-old Angela Nominson has been charged with felony harassment. Video shows she came into this Arco AMPM gas station in Bellevue last week asking for a receipt. There's no audio, but court documents say the clerk asked her to put on a face mask per the current mandate in King County. She refused, so he asked her to leave. Let's fast forward. Over several minutes, the employee asked Nominson to leave multiple times. You can tell their body language gets heated. That's when the clerk grabbed her by the shoulder of her coat and pushed her out the door. Bellevue police say the employee had every right to do that. The officers obviously in their investigation looked into that to make sure there was no, no assault that occurred or anything. They didn't find that there was any inappropriate or an unnecessary amount of force used by him. She is allowed to do. It's private property. Outside, video shows Nominson hitting the employee as he's trying to get back inside. Once he's through the door, that's when she pulled out the gun. Documents say in Nominson's cell phone video, you hear her shouting, You know what? This is what I effing have. F you, you dumb expletive. The employee told police he thought she was going to shoot him and feared he was about to die. Especially at that close of range, that's pretty scary. 
Documents say it was actually the suspect who called 911, telling police she was in fear for her life. But Bellevue police say the video shows otherwise. By the time she had pulled the gun out, from what I saw in the video, he had already gone back in the store. She was not in danger that I could tell at that point. Crazy folks, crazy. That's Actually wild. fucking That's called wild. the cops on her so goddamn self. Hilarious. You didn't hear that? It's only one ear, I think. Maybe those of you who are listening to Mono didn't hear that because uh, it wasn't me. The audio was only one ear for some reason, so whatever. But funny! Can't believe she called the goddamn cops on herself. What a fucking idiot. Hilarious! Karen's not the best. And all right, we're going to power through to the next section, folks. Got a very short hero section. You know why? Because we could be heroes for just one day. Yeah, we can. And first off on the hero section... Did you guys see this super giga hero? This crossing guard lady threw her body in front of a car to save a child about to get run over. Here comes the kid. And she's like, hey, car, stop. Here comes the kid. Yeah, you might want to stop, car. Hey, car, stop. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What are you doing, car? You just run over somebody. You almost killed a kid. Probably text or some shit. Yeah, she got out. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah. Pay attention, dumbass. Hero crossing guard. Thank God for Billy Idol. I know, right? Billy Idol the best. And one more, folks. One more in the hero section. So, uh, you guys know I'm not a big fan of uh, Michael Rappaport. The dude's a, a fucking dipshit. Dip fucking shit. And I guess this is real. I don't know if this is real. Maybe he staged this. I don't know, but, uh... Finally, somebody doing what we've all wanted to do to this fucking idiot. Here he is whining about cancel culture. You know, this whole crap with this cancel culture and the... Shut up. Shit. Shut the fuck up. Nobody wants to hear it. You've been talking all fucking week. You don't care what you have to say. Just stop talking. You got me right in my fucking head, asshole. (laughs) Yeah. Just shut the fuck up, Michael Rapport. You dumb, and we're tired of listening to your annoying fucking mouth, says Dusty Smith. Hypocrite. And all right, folks, got two quick palate cleansers. The show's about to be over. Last chance to get in your super chats. I know the show's depressing, so now is the time when I cleanse you. Be cleansed, my children. Did you guys see this one? Apparently, there is a judge in Brazil, and uh, he faking it till he makes it, folks. He got a uh, background up. Look at all the books. Look how smart this judge is. Man, he reading like a motherfucker. This dude is erudite. He had an intellectual. Look at him and oh, what's that? Oh no, it fake. Yeah, it fake, judge. It fake. What? So disappointed in you, judge. That ain't right. It's almost like you're not smart at all. My whole life's been a lie. Might want to get a more sturdy background there, Judge. Or, you know, you could just get uh, real bookcases and uh, put books in them that you've read. Just saying. Okay. And last up, one more palate cleanser, folks. So, uh, did you guys hear about Build-A-Bear? You know, Build-A-Bear, we can take your little kid to uh, make the stuffed animal of their dreams. Well, now they've gone porn. What? Build-A-Bear after dark where they're making these sexy-ass bears. And look at this lion. This lion ready to fuck the shit out of all of us in his silk robe. Damn! This lion could get it. Just saying. Just saying. I'm going to 
build my bear with a little hole in the back so I can enter. You know what I'm saying, folks. You know what I'm saying. What happened when you build a bear? Why you gotta be porn? It's for children. Don't ruin my childhood, even though I never, ever had to build a bear. But apparently it's a new thing they're doing trying to make money. They're having adult-themed uh, bears and lions for you to fuck. I don't know. I don't know. Apparently here's one uh, of wine moms drinking wine. Because, you know, there's one thing I think about when I think about beer bears. It's wine moms getting sauced. Hell yeah. Uh, not a milf. It's a rilf, a rabbit I'd like to fuck. Hell yeah. I'd nail that juicy rabbit pussy. That's just me, folks. It's just me. No. That juicy rabbit pussy. All right, folks, that's it. Hell yeah, let's read the super chats. Hit the like button before you go, fuckos. Almost 1,100 watching. Hit the like button, please. Yo! What's up, Jason? Ray Fuller, $50. That is very generous, Ray Fuller. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank it. Thank you and your pair. Love both of y'all. John Peterson, 100 dicks. Thank you for your dicks, John Peterson. Appreciate it. Was afraid of getting COVID, so I filled my lungs with the glue. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. That's just wise. Dusty, uh, can I have your permission to use your Fox Jaws report clip? Hell yeah. Everything I do is public domain. All my songs, everything. Take it, use it, make money off of it. Dusty don't give a fuck. Rage for the machine. Hell yeah. That's uh, the new counterculture, isn't it? RB, $100 Canadian. $10 Canadian. I got caught in the trucker LARPer Freedom Convoy on the weekend here in Toronto. Wanted to film it and send it to you, but my anxiety made me get the fuck out of there. Chuds were out in full force. I know, right? Trying to shut down the economy. I mean, it is a pretty good way to protest, but uh, doesn't make people like you very much. Don't try luck with Larry Bird. Just listen to Big Bird. True. A much better bird, in my opinion. I learned. All right. I already read that. All right. Oh, no. I didn't read that. I learned about Whitney Cummins in 2010 when she was on the comedian guest on True TV's Worst Dumbest Series. Uh, doesn't sound like she's very clever. One more for Molly. Thank you, Selena. Appreciate it. All right. I think I got them all. Anything else pop up? Nope. Nothing else popped up. All right. Folks, another amazing goddamn show. Appreciate you guys for hanging out with me. I'm going to go back after the show and read all your comments. I do it every fucking show. I mute myself because my voice is annoying. And uh, go back and listen to all the cool jokes you made. So be sure to join us every Monday and Friday, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern. Because uh, joining us live is most of the fun. Adding in on all the hilarity. You guys are funny as fuck, and I appreciate you leaving comments. I'm going to go be entertained by your comments. So be sure to join me next Friday, same time, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern, where we're going to do this shit all again. Another episode of The Greatest Show. But folks, in the meantime, if you love me, and you should, please consider supporting me on Patreon. I don't make any money off the ads, or really, I don't make any money off the ads. Very little. Um, I, my Kid Rock video got seen 30,000 times, and I made $3 off of it. $3 off 30,000 views. So trash. So really, I only make money if you guys become patrons. So there's a link in the description of the video, patreon.com, front slash podcast. Please ship it a dollar to whatever you can afford. If you can't afford shit, don't give me anything. I'm not a televangelist. Do what you can. And uh, I appreciate it. Folks, I will see you guys soon. Have a good week out there. I love the shit out of you. I'll see some of you guys playing Lost Ark this week. And the rest of you, I'll see Friday. Love the fuck out of you. As always, till next time. Logic, motherfuckers. Boom. Fuck yes. Good night, everybody. Let's play a little bit of uh, Gonna Find Out, an original song by Dusty Smith. Dubstep! Fuck Skrillex!
Bucklicks, Jason Ashby. Welcome to the PTL Heroes, Ray Fuller, a fucking hero you are.